I serve cold with the wolves in the hawks Never shiver in the snow The bulls keep it running The socks run the south The cubs run the north But the bears run the house Two Chicago sports fans Got their ears to the street Any team make a move And they never skip a beat And in this house This is where we be Welcome to the show With E-Rock and Big Z Welcome, welcome, welcome Welcome to Chicago Coming from the True Chicago Sports Fan Cave This is the TCSF Podcast with E-Rock and Big Z Oh yeah He's back Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back Welcome back Yeah man, how you doing? You good? I know you like that I know you like Episode 71 is brought to you by 606 Media, True Chicago Sports Fans, ACSI, and Grit Clothing Company. Don't forget to go to gritclothingco.com and get your official TCSF podcast t-shirts. Search for keyword True Chicago and use our promo code TrueFan15 for 15% off your entire order. That is TrueFan15. Get your official TCSF shirts now. Go get them. It's almost Christmas. Go get your presents. <laughs> As always, I am Big Z, and I'm here with the man, the myth, the legend, E-Rock. What up, E? What's good, Z? What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to the show. Again, shout out to Giganto for filling in for me the last couple weeks. I was a little bit busy. But listen up. If you are a first-timer or a long-timer, please remember to hit that subscribe button, that notify button, and go ahead and give us a review on your listening app of choice. And don't forget, you can support the show with a monthly subscription at anchor.fm slash true Chicago sports fans. Go on over there and click on support and you can subscribe for as low as 99 cents a month. Like I said, it's the holidays. Help your boys make some extra money. Every little bit helps. Uh, Look, do you like the show? Tell your friends and they'll tell their friends and maybe we can be friends. Oh boy. This week, returning for either the third or fourth time, I really don't know. We got another <laughs> member of the TCSF family, the host of the All Net Podcast and Shy Native Radio. Mike Logic is in the building. What baby, up, Mike? Baby. How you been, bro? Along with that whole biggie thing you're there doing. There you go. Man. What's good, bro? How you been, man? Good, man. Haven't seen you guys in a while. Nah. Show yes. sounding great. Thank you guys you, are doing you. an excellent job. I'm happy to be back for the third or fourth time. We don't know. It doesn't, yeah, doesn't matter. It's always I'm, it's look, always a blast. I'm, I'm happy that you're back, and I'm also happy that you brought my book, The Jordan Rules. Back. Oh, you, I'm oh pretty, yeah. You, I, I gave this I to you I had to back. read it a couple times. It's, okay, it's I so think, good. I, I don't believe you read it all the way through once, well, but I, I will really say care that what you believe. I gave this to you back when it came out he in believes what, the 96. Bigfoot, you, I mean, it's been, it's been here forever. You had it forever. A year and yeah. some change. Yeah. You had it when I used to work back where we used to work together. Well, thank you for letting me borrow it. <laughs> Getting halfway through it, I forgot you had it. I'm gonna be honest. I'm pretty sure Z probably has a couple of my records in. The I house. do. <laughs> I have your uh, co- comedy records. There you go. So I mean, look, I'll pay the late fees, man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it sounds like I'm gonna get a a, a copy of uh, your new your new album for free. Then that's what Ooh. it sounds like to me. Is that what we're doing here? That's what it sounds like. That's what it sounds like. Uh, I mean, and we it, are recording, on, so it is on Spotify. I mean, it's gonna there be on. Spotify. It will be on Spotify. Right. You yeah, can also you, go to mikelogic.bandcamp.com if you really want to support for the for the holiday season. But right, you, there you go. But, but you know, I, I love the physical copies of things. That's oh, my yeah. thing. I still have a pretty you, decent. You like to touch things. I, I do. I like to touch them both. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, man. Uh, Z, how you been doing? How's your week? Uh, you know the usual of. Uh, 
teaching, or as I like to say, babysitting. <laughs> um, it's a hot doing mess. God's work. Yeah, God's work. Yeah, it's you know I'm putting the change in my uh, karma piggy bank by teaching, and uh, some bowling. So um, yeah, I've been sucking for the past couple of weeks, and I had a two bad drink. Tricks. I heard if you drink while you bowl, it makes you a better bowler. It did. It did. My first two games were kind of sober, and my third game I was. Not sober at all But here's the, here's the problem If you drink too much And you yes. can ask any of the ladies Underneath uh, the pie duck by Western You Whoa. might suck too much Whoa Wow the show has changed Since <laughs> yeah. I've been here <laughs> the last time you were here We were PG Now we're XXX well, the, glo- the gloves are off Oh yeah the gloves are way off yeah, well, hey, unless, hey, you, hey, unless you see one no of those No gloves no love hey, listen. <laughs> You know what I always say Fuck them kids <laughs> Woo and this is why I don't have any kids. <laughs> All right, E, what you been up to, man? Man, I've been up to so, so, so much. Two weddings. We, You know, we mentioned last time I was actually on the shore, Georgie and Molly. But in my family, we had another wedding. Uh, congrats to Danielle and Emily. Really cool ceremony. Um, they came all the way from their base in the Carolinas because they're military family. Um, and there were some guests that came in all the way from Japan. I mean, it was crazy. Yeah, like 36-hour wow. flight. It was nuts. Uh, but listen, you know, while we're talking a little bit about the military, we want to give a shout out to all of our listeners that are veterans, those that are military families. You know, we appreciate, we love all of you, and we appreciate everything that you do to keep us safe. Absolutely. Absolutely. My brother, uh, my brother was in the Navy, so shout yeah, out, Chris. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we all, we all have family that that's in one way or another in, in military. So yeah, shout out to you guys. Thank I mean, you. all the people that qualify for that Navy Federal Union, which Gronk does not apparently. Oh, no, he does not. <laughs> even though he's a special boy. <laughs> oh, he's special. <laughs> Like they say I'm special He's been touched Touched by an angel Uh, But yeah But listen It was cool Because my parents Were back in town For the wedding You know Always great to see The family And uh, you know We only get to see them Every couple years Because they live in Florida So you know Whatever time I get to spend With my dad is cool He's 85 Uh, We did a little bit Of recording Talking to him Kind of getting A little bit Of his life story So that was pretty cool Maybe one day We'll drop that Maybe not Maybe we'll keep that For the family archives But I, I was just Happy to be able To sit down with him With the mic And have him speak And he was a natural. Oh, he literally was a natural. I'm running the board and I'm just watching you interact with him. And I'm like, Eddie's a little bit formal, but he's trying to get this uh, all these stories out of him. And the man can tell stories just like Eddie can talk for fucking days. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sometimes you just need to forget that the mic's there and just. And, and he did. I, I, at some point, he, you know, I mean, he got corrected maybe one time, but after that, Speaking he was. Speaking the mic. Yeah, he, yeah. He, he ran with it. And uh, his stories were awesome. I, I literally could have sat there all day listening to stories with Grandpa. Yeah, I mean it was it was great, that, that, and that's that's the whole reason I, I want to do that. But you know, speaking of my pops, the day before Halloween, um, I took my daughter to the Pinball Expo in Schaumburg because that's the industry that I'm in now. And uh, you know, she and another I, one that plays with balls. Yeah, well, you know, I'm good at it. Got to know how to. You got to know how to. <laughs> Um, anyway, so yeah, so we uh, we got to see the game that my pops actually designed back in uh, 1980, early 80s. Um, it's a game called Rat Race. It's like one of the only pinball games that does not have flippers. And uh, he's actually never seen it in person because he left the company before the game was ever made. So uh, my daughter got to play it. I took videos of her playing the game, and he was kind of excited to see not just the game in action, but to see her playing it. So that, that was really cool. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, 
after that last weekend for the second week that i had to miss i was up in milwaukee for the mgc the midwest gaming classic shout out to all my friends and co-workers lots of hard work but we made it fun you know uh, a lot of old school arcade games gaming systems like atari's the apple IIe with the floppy disk and the oregon trail and the old i mean some some dude came out of nowhere was kicking my ass in mortal kombat 4 because i am terrible at that but uh, you know it was it was a lot of fun there was there was uh it was basically like a, a a total nerd fest i mean because you had all the you gamers right in you had the gamers mm-hmm. in one room but it was the midwest gaming classic so it wasn't just video games you had the room with the dungeons and dragons kids and they had like a um uh, air hockey t- like every type of home gaming it was that was cool they had a whole uh, uh vendor section i think your man cave needs an air hockey table i think my man cave needs more space because we were just talking about that <laughs> i told you knocked on that wall man oh that'd be perfect you had air we, we were we i was, was just, i was just talking about because we saw the big hurt pinball game yes. for sale for like three grand which is actually a decent price for it because brand new games are cost you up to 10 grand but i gotta ship it I mean, we go, we, we get in the well, truck. You're in, that industry, you're in that industry. We go pick it up. You know what I mean? Like that. I, really, was it? It was honestly, in North Carolina, wasn't it? I'm, I'm telling you right now. I'm that's, on a raise up. that's how most pinball games move around the country. Is people go and pick them up and they and they take care of them. I'm telling you, that's just how they do it. But um, yeah, they even had a little bit of pro wrestling out there. The ACW. Oh, I don't even know what what A-A-W. that. AEW. Mm, whatever it was. Um, WCW, AEW, Yeah, it was it wasn't them. It was like ACW. It was a uh, more, more of a much more small, smaller local. promotion. Yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Um but it was cool. I mean, we were out there um uh and, and just see a little bit of that. You know, I was the only one even moderately interested in it, but it was cool. Um, yo, yeah, like I said, so I'm sorry I had to be away for the show from a couple or for the show <laughs> for a couple of weeks. But look, I'm back and better than ever, baby. And my only regret oh boy. is I, I missed episode sixty nine. What the fuck? You only get that once. Uh, well, I'm sorry you're only getting that once, uh, for one. You only get one 69 episode. All the fucking, all the, all the shit I would have pulled out for YouTube to put in soundtrack oh for that. Oh, my God. Oh, man. Yeah, you would have been kicked off uh, Anchor or something. <laughs> But check it out Like I earlier, uh, said earlier Fellas The holidays are fast approaching And them government checks Just ain't cutting it anymore So let me tell you About a great opportunity With our friends Over at ACSI With over 50 expert technicians In the Chicagoland area ACSI offers A one-stop shop For telecom wiring Whether residential Cable installation Fiber to the home Or commercial Structured cable wiring ACSI is a proud partner Of both Comcast And RCN Guys let me tell you The most most impressive thing about ACSI. During these hard times, the ACSI crew did their thing during the COVID-19 pandemic, and ACSI was awarded HACIA's 2020 Contractor of the Year Award. The best part is that ACSI is growing bigger and better than ever. ACSI is now hiring for field sales, technicians, and project managers. Check out ACSI.tech, that's ACSI.tech, and click on careers to apply today. ACSI is an equal opportunity employer. Go get you a job. Go do it, please. This week, we're going to talk a ton of bulls with our boy, Mike Logic. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about the uh, the terrible-ass calls against the Bears in that Steelers game because we didn't get to recap that. Uh, and as always, we got stirring the pot and what you looking at. But first, this is The Big Three with Big Z. Thanks, E-Rock. I am Big Z, and you guys are not. <laughs> For today's stories. All right, story number one. MLB is making news, 
and not making news at the same time. The GM meetings came and went with little fanfare. Everyone is scheduled to meet in three weeks in Orlando for the annual baseball winter meetings, which is like, for me, my nerd fest right there. I love the offseason when it comes to MLB, guys. Um, but the collector, the CBA, the collective bargaining agreement, expires on December 1st. So uh, we don't know if they're actually going to show up for these meetings, though. No, there's been a lot, and especially what happened with the COVID year, um, trying to fig- trying to figure out, are you going to have the uh, um, the DL or uh, I- the D? No, 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 the DH for the NL. Oh, DH, yeah, the universal there's, DH. There is that's going to happen. A lot, a lot of stuff that they got to work out. They got to work out some of these uh, salary structures because at some point they were talking about a very loose uh, salary cap. Mm-hmm. So we got to figure out what's really going to go on here, and that's really going to determine what teams like the Cubs do because the Cubs have a ton of money to spend, and Ricketts already came out and said that he has money to spend there's a lot of free agent high and high class free agents out there right yep. now you got your correos out there correct i mean there's javi oh, oh, look all the guys that the cubs just got rid of yep. you, got, you know what i mean there's so many players wade out miley. there wade, wade miley wade, yeah miley. wade miley <laughs> well, good wade, job yeah wade miley hey wade miley was not a bad pitcher no 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 definitely decent and 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 if the cubs do what i think they're gonna do with him is if they have another kind of very mediocre year they're gonna do what they did when they acquired guys like pedro strope and jake arietta and they're gonna trade him yeah, to a contender him. yeah flip him. because that's the smart thing that's what the cubs did to get where they where they ended up to when they won the world series yeah they, they just flip players good thing all right so my miley jersey so do you think this got this thing is resolved uh, it's gonna uh, by by December first. No, uh, no, no, no way! No, no way! Hell, no way! No way! No way! No shot. I would say what before spring training, maybe right before. Right, right. Yeah, they're gonna go away to the eleventh hour. But the pro- the problem is, is you still have to ha- you have to sign these free agents. Yeah. So that make that's what I'm saying. That's where the problem is because, like I said, this is one of those years where you have look look at the Braves winning the World Series. All their stars were signed to long term contracts. Well, there so were most four guys that were traded out there, like Jock Peterson and the rest to, of those guys. Yeah, to to, fi- to fill in their roster after uh, was it uh, Acuna? Acuna went down. Acuna okay, and and that was the thing was that they out they added Jock Peterson and they added all these players back, but. They, the, the, their core players, they have some signed to long term oh, deals. Oh, of course. And that's what I'm saying is that Atlanta is one of the few teams that have d- that did that, that paid their stars up front. They paid them early, right? The, the, the White Sox. The White Sox I, did it with the Eloy. Then they paid Lou Bob already. Uh, yep, everybody. So I mean, that's the thing is that you, it's a very, it, that's a very new thing in the MLB. So while we're talking baseball, what do you guys think is going to happen with Javi Baez? It sounds like he's going to go back to the Mets at least. The He's Mets, been, the Mets are interested. They're interested, uh, and so are the Yankees. Surprisingly, who's going to pay up? Exactly, and the thing is, it doesn't really matter right now because there's no CBA. So without a CBA, you, there's no restrictions. There's no, there's no rules pretty much right now because we don't know what's going to go, what's going to happen. Javier Baez is not going to get paid until Carlos Correa gets paid. Oh and, yeah, and depending on where he goes and, and where he signs, and and my feeling is that Houston's going to do whatever they can to hold on to him because they still like him paired up with Altuve. Granted, they lost this year, but they still like them two together as one of the most dynamic uh, center or middle infielders. He's getting three fifty, so he's making a lot of money now. There's a lot of noise about Javi possibly coming back to the Cubs, but that could be all fan fiction because they love Javi Baez. How much are you willing to pay Javi Baez? That's the problem. That's the problem. He's not going to get Carlos Correa. No, he's not. But he's going to get maybe a little bit less. You know what I mean? He might take one or two million less a year, and it's not even be really. I don't think he's not a two hundred million dollar player. He's not. He's not two hundred million dollar player. I'm going to tell you why. And I love Javi Baez. You know why? 
why? Because either the Mets or the Yankees are going to play that or pay that, and 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 that's the thing is well, that they we, always overpaid. Well, and the, and the and Mets especially. I mean, the Mets the, are still paying Bobby Bonilla. That's right. You know what I mean? So the thing with that is that you have uh, Francisco Lindor in, on the Mets now, and they, him and Javi are very very good friends. So they, I mean, are you are you going to put forever. are you going to put half a billion dollars? On two players. In the, in the, yeah. If you're the Mets, you just half a billion dollars. No. But here, here's, it's, here's the thing. It's not going to pay off for you. Well, here's the thing you have to remember. The Mets are not just competing against the, the World Series winning Braves or the the uh, the um, the Nats who just won the World Series a couple years ago and then they traded everyone off. Mm-hmm. And, and the Phillies who got a bunch of really good players, including Bryce Harper. Uh, they're also competing with the Yankees. And right. They're competing with the Yankees for fans. It's not like the White Sox or the Cubs. The White Sox are White Sox fans, the Cubs fans are Cubs fans. You might have some guys that pay attention to both like me. I don't know I don't know if you pay attention, Mike. Yeah. Okay. I, yeah. Yeah. But you're not but you're not like rooting for the White Sox. <laughs> I'm not rooting against the White Sox. Yeah. I okay. think it's childish, it's juvenile. Yes. Can we stop that? It's not high school anymore. No, no. no. But but what I'm saying is unless they're playing sh- each other, it doesn't matter. In Chicago, those are your two teams. In New York, there's so much more casual fans of baseball. Oh, I went to the game because someone had tickets and so you can compete for those middle of the field, middle market guys. You know what I mean? Like yeah. the casual fans, you can compete for for eyes and for seats. And when you're going to get up against the Yankees, who will sit there and just drill you with their their uh, talent and their twenty three dollar beer. And that's why that's why the Mets would overpay for Javi Baez to get butts and seats. I do want to see a game at Yankee Stadium, though. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah. that's on my bucket list to go to every uh, every stadium it. show trip. There we go. There we go. All right, story number two. And this one goes out to Eddie because uh, he's a football nerd. <laughs> Odell Beckham Jr.'s addition to the Los Angeles Rams was intended to further the, uh, and bolster the already potent offense. Look at that. <laughs> potent. <laughs> but now the wide receiver will be tasked with filling in a significant void. The Rams on Friday lost one of the most reliable weapons, a nine-year veteran wide receiver, Robert Woods. Yeah, that hurts. He tore his ACL in practice on Friday, so... Um, this is this is rough. I mean, I mean, obviously that's it's luck I mean, you that you got, got you still got yeah, Cooper Cup and you still got Odell. You got Von Miller. I mean, this is <laughs> this team is stacked. This team is stacked. Yeah, I mean, we're we're not we're I'm not, not going to cry tears. You know what? This is like um um the uh, the Lakers losing like Rajon Rondo. You know what I mean? Like it. Yeah, I mean, it hurts. Yeah, it hurts. But Rajon Rondo's been around in the league for what 157 years. You know what I mean? Like he he he's looked like someone's grandmother since he came into the league in 1994. Uh, you know what I mean? Look, he, I mean, Robert Woods is a productive wide receiver, but you right. but he's you not make, Odell. No, he's not Odell. You can make up for that production. You can make up for production, and, and that's the thing is that people forget about Cooper Cup. I don't know it's because he's basically transparent. Uh, I'm pretty <laughs> sure every Christmas he, or every Halloween he goes as Casper the Ghost because you can barely see him. Uh, except for them blue painted stripes, but he's one of the best slot receivers. He is one of the most productive players I, on their team. He used to be the name of my uh, fantasy football team. It used to be uh, two girls, one cup. <laughs> <laughs> my 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 favorite is still watching people's reaction to that. that they're like, oh wait, oh what's that? Oh, oh, two. oh, oh. no! <laughs> <laughs> That's like the equivalent to giving somebody a shot of Malort. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> never have, never will. No, uh, no, you you have. I don't to, want. I don't. No, okay, no, I don't. first of all, nobody wants it. No, nobody wants it. I I hate it. I hate it on no. Tuesdays, especially Tuesdays, because all these guys, the bowling guys, they all drink Malort. Yeah, well, 
why am I going to voluntarily punish myself? But you don't, but that's the thing is that it's not some, one of those things you need to experience. No, you do because as a Chicago, why? because you have to, because here's the thing. You got to have the Chicago handshake. Yeah. And that's what it is. It's like, so that yeah, you I know. Yeah, I have a shot of that Malort. Yeah. How, how do you say it? Malort. Malort. All right. First of all. That's not you, even You Chicago guys are even from now. Britain. <laughs> You're either like from Britain or it from Boston. Even, it doesn't even sound like something Chicago-y. Malort. Yeah. Yeah, man. Put it on your sausage. All right. Oh, boy. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> hey, now. All right. Story number three. Uh, you know, I always find these obscure stories. So here we go. A, uh, investigators tracked down Cleveland bank teller who stuffed 215000 into a paper bag and vanished 52 years ago. Theodore John Conrad showed up for work as a bank teller in Cleveland. At the end of his shift, he was at he was 20 years old at this at this point. He stole 215,000 stuffed into a paper bag and vanished into thin air. That was in July 1969. And then he st- <laughs> <laughs> and he stole the equivalent of 1.7 million dollars today. What, what, what year was that? 1969, your favorite number. Hey. <laughs> Sounds like he lived a good life. Uh, yeah. <laughs> More than five decades later, the federal law enforcement agency announced on Friday that the, uh, it's identified the man considered one of the nation's most wanted fugitives. Uh, really? You have five decades. It wasn't me. <laughs> it was a one-armed man. You made yeah. the best. Yeah. I mean, what do you guys think about this? So, look, he's dead. This guy is dead now. He he died, I think, last year. Uh, he was uh, in, he was 71 years old, so he made it. Another, Cheers to you, man. Another 51 years after you stole that money. He was a bank teller. I wonder if he invested. Cash. I wonder if he, if he invested and just made millions off it. He did something. I don't know what he did. I mean, because you can't live on 215000 for your entire life, for, especially for five decades. Nobody can buy you a hell of a lot of acid back in 1969. So, I mean, shit, you don't know. I mean, he changed his name. It sounded like he was living a good life, but that's a lot of money to just walk out with. Yeah, especially in 1969, I think 215000 it's 1.7 out. So that's probably plenty to live off for a couple decades. I mean, yeah, if you live modest, modestly. I'm I mean, sure he did. Yeah. I'm sure he did. Okay, oh, yeah, you got to live under the radar, right? If you also, uh, so lift- he would have slipped up and got caught. All right, Mike, what, what would you do if you stole, if hypothetically, quote and unquote, stole 1.7 million dollars? What would you do? What's your first move? Yeah, what's your? I mean, obviously, get out of the country, right? Yeah, probably. Uh, I, I want to sit courtside at, at a Bulls game. Uh, <laughs> I probably fit that in there somewhere. And oh, then, then get out of the country. You're going to get caught. <laughs> 100%. That's 100%. why I'm not stealing any money. <laughs> I'm not a good criminal. Hey, Eddie, what'd you do? Uh, yeah, I'm leaving, man. I'm gone. I'm gone. I'm going to find like some... Wait, are you telling offshore. your wife and kids? Uh, yeah, why not? Shit, dude. Jamaica. Why not? <laughs> Jamaica. You, why not? I'm not going to Jamaica. That'd be obvious as shit. I'm going to go, I'm gonna go offshore in Switzerland or wherever the hell like... You know, the, the white folks put their money overseas, and I'm gonna go put a. Put I couldn't in a bank tell you there. where. I really couldn't. And, and, and I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go buy a private island. That's what I'm. That's where I'm going right there. You know what I mean? Like you can. I'm sure I can. Get, <laughs> I'll get a fixed rubber. I mean, it's only 1.7 million. It ain't that much money. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But, I mean, in 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 the context of like, do I have that much money? Absolutely not. So, but I mean, in the context of like these super rich assholes that don't pay any taxes, yeah, that's a lot of money. That sure is. <laughs> All right, y'all. Let's take a quick break, and we'll be right back after a word from our sponsors. Hey, 
true Chicago sports fans, show off your Chicago pride with some fresh clothes from Grit Clothing Company. Grit Clothing Company. At Grit Clothing, they create that simple yet classic style that represents that Chicago Southside lifestyle. From t-shirts to hoodies, hats to glassware, they've got you covered. Grit has everything you need to represent your Chicago pride. So do it right now. Check out gritclothingco.com and use the promo code TRUEFAN15. TRUEFAN15. For 15, 15, 15%, 15%, 15%, 15%, 15%, 15%, 15%, 15%, 15%, 15%, 15%, 15%, 15%, 15%, 15%, 15%, 15%, 15%, 15%, 15%, 15%, 15%, 15%, 15%, 15
And Whoa. all that bullshit right there, fuck the Bears over. I'm sorry. And let's talk about Cassius Marsh. Oh, is it Cassius or Cassius? I mean, it's got to be Cassius. It's Cassius Clay. Mr. Marsh, Cassius Clay, Mr. Marsh. Congratulations on the sack, young man. Get your ass back to the sideline. Like the kick was cool. I, I, I'm all for the kick. He does the blood sport thing. Right, right. Okay. After that, get to the sideline. Okay, ladies. Because the game is too close for you to take a chance. No, 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 no. Hold, 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 hold. Okay, hold up. He took literally two steps, maybe three. Towards the Steelers bench because he played there because he played and they cut him. Yes, you think that they ref cut cared? him. That ref did not care. Hey, well, that, let me and tell that you ref something. was in the no, wrong too. No, no, that, that was bullshit. That ref absolute, was that ref was waiting for him. That was horseshit. That ref was waiting for him. He took a step back and fucking, and, bump, and yeah. checked him. He was like, mm, take that ass. And yeah. yeah, and then that was that yes, get yeah. off my lawn football yeah. official. Yeah, and then and then took out the flag. Yeah, I was after way after the fact. So, uh, yeah, nothing but bullshit. So, yeah. But Cheers. I'm saying no, that, that happened in the fourth, right? Yeah. And this goes back to my point. The defense was sabotaging their chances. And and I really liked that play. I liked the, the enthusiasm Mr. Marsh showed on that sack. But get your ass back, man. He he I mean you he did a was. great job. You this did a great entire job. year the officiating has been focused yeah. on that. They don't want the showing off, which is bullshit. The talk, it is. But it's bullshit because let's say you you, you get an interception and then the entire defense runs to the fucking end zone yep. to go to the fucking yep. TV, yep. To, the, to the camera, yep. and they're fucking rowing their boat or yep. doing a TikTok dance. Yep. And what is the what is really the problem with taunting? What is the, 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 what owner, is the fucking problem? The owners were the one that put this in place. Yes, the owners it is the owners. for this shit. They did. They oh, did. Because it looks bad. And we don't want, we don't want kids to see this. Get the fuck out of here. There's taunting. It makes the game fun. It, Every wide receiver that gets a first down, you know, they point. Oh, I got the first down. That's taunting too. Then it is. it is. I mean, here's the thing: you played sports. Yeah, I, we all played sports. You always talking talk. shit is it's part of the game. Very, it's a very part fun of it part of the game. It juices you up. Yes. even if you're playing against your best friend, don't matter. You tell you go up there like we're playing softball. They come to first base. I'm playing first. I'm gonna put, try to push you off the base, man. Right. Man, get out of here. We don't want you over here. <laughs> you know what I mean? That like, official should have never pulled the flag. Bullshit. He should have never tried to. Well, he he didn't even try. He did. He put his body in the. No, he he physically moved yeah. his body back yes. to him on purpose. Him. I think everybody knows that now. That, 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 He's a piece that, of shit. That whole thing was bullshit. But and the it, Bears still have to be better. That's my point. The Bears they do. Have, they Bears have to be better. But you have to consider the fact that this is going to be, you know, this could be a really signature moment in Justin Fields' career and his development because considering the fact that he didn't do well up until that point in the game, he brings them back and they lose. I mean, you could t- talk about moral victories all you want, but it's important for a young man. Like this Who we can see That doesn't seem to be uh, Rattled by anything No He's out there He's cold blooded Because yeah. he does not yeah, care But what Love I'm it. saying is that He can be that way But any any type of win You get over that hump And you come back And you win against a team That has won the Super Bowl uh, Against a coach like Tomlin And a quarterback like Like Big Ben That is a huge bu- a boost To your confidence And the refs Took that away from him he had Period the sp- He had the spread bro that's it. That, he had the spread. He had the spread. Like I said, Let's he sucks honest. dick for quarters. Usually you pay double for that kind of action, Cotton. So look, um, <laughs> it, like I said, today. T- you <laughs> mad, bro? <laughs> he's been two weeks. Two weeks. He's, man. he's, he's two, all ba- two weeks. He's all backed up. He, he looked a little red. He looked a little red when I came <laughs> in here. <laughs> hey, you know, the, the last time I recorded was in fucking uh, uh, October. So this has basically been no nut November for me. I got to get it all out. <laughs> oh, my God. He's going to blow. <laughs> anyway, look, it, with, with the bye week, we're, we we usually count that about halfway through the season. Okay, mm-hmm. so right now, tell me, what do you think about Justin Fields so far? 
I think he's improving week to week. He's figuring out defenses a lot faster than, than Mahomes did. I think that uh, he's learning how to take that four to five yard route and not force it. What I do want him to do is if the offensive line is not covering him, not not protecting him, throw the fucking ball away. Or use your feet. And I, I've been happy with Justin Fields' development. Like Z said, he's getting better every week. I also wanted to see what the Bears would do to make sure this young man doesn't get killed. Yes. And they're starting to game plan a little better, getting him outside of the pocket, getting him on the move. The the, the touchdown throw he had in the Pittsburgh game when he's on the move, mm-hmm. this this could have been the, the, the throw that won them the game. Yep. It just looks so effortless and flawless. And very few quarterbacks, I feel, can make a pass on the move. And he's accurate. That smooth. He's so accurate. So Justin Fields also played baseball. Mm-hmm. Okay, he played for the youth Puerto Rican team. Okay, one of the things that that you could look at a guy like Pat Mahomes is that he does have that little sidearm throw, and you see that from Justin Fields yeah. as well. So that's to me. I'm looking at his development. I'm looking at his persona and the, his confidence coming into the game, and he does not expect to lose ever, ever again. Yeah. And he does not. So far, he doesn't get down. He doesn't get too far up. Now, what does that mean in the grand scheme of things? It doesn't mean a damn thing because. I will remind you that Tom Brady walks up and down the field and screams at his players, and Jay Cutler didn't give a fuck, and he sat there in the sideline smoking a cigarette. And guess what? Does that make you a, good, a better or a worse player? It does not. What it does is it shows up for the cameras. So when you see Justin Fields in the sideline, he's got that same very deadpan look in his face. People are already trying to interpret that as like, well, he doesn't care. He cares just fine because you see him at the end of the game when he's standing at the podium for the post game. He's confident. He's smooth. He tells you, hey, we should have got our shit together. We should have been better. I take responsibility. This is a young man who is what? He might not even, I don't even know how old he is. 22, I think. think. Okay. So he's barely old enough to drink. Just like that. And the thing is, is that he shows a lot of poise. And I think in the NFL, quarterbacks from Ohio State get a bad rap. Yep. Look at Dwayne Haskins, the most notable, most recent one who was bad. What's the other good Ohio State quarterback but that's name. the thing is that there's not you don't, you don't can't remember that's, can't. and that's the thing is that Cardell so Jones whenever oh no <laughs> oh no but see he, he, what you got to remember is that he originally signed with Georgia mm-hmm. and you know the most notable Georgia quarterback that I think of right now is Matt Stafford and he was a very good quarterback he played and behind Jake Fromm he well Jake Fromm I don't know what the fuck because he's, he's, he's in the NFL yeah he's a backup somewhere yeah, so he's, I, whatever, is that a, whatever, is that a Bills yeah, okay there you go he's, he's, like with with he's a third stringer with Jabinski with Trubinsky. But look, I really, really, really like Justin Fields. I feel like what I, and I told you before, this is going to be a superstar for the Chicago Bears. He's going to be a superstar in the NFL, and he doesn't have to make a lot of noise. He just has to build up on his consistency. If you look at that draft class, as far as the quarterbacks are concerned, I think he's definitely the most athletic, and he has the highest ceiling of all of them. When you include Mac Jones, who's basically just Tom Brady 2.0, yeah. plug him into the system, you know, kind of not very athletic, random white guy. His name is fucking Mac Jones. You know what I mean? Like this guy sounds like a. Oh, when I when you say Mac Jones, you know what I look? I think of Mike Tyson because little Mac, little Mac. <laughs> little, that's what I think. So let me propose a question to you guys. Um, one thing that I'm noticing is that a Rob is not getting a lot of throws his way. Not getting a lot of separation either. And that was my 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 issue right there. Is he hurt? And if he's that hurt, should he be not be on the field? No, I, I don't think he's hurt. I think I think the thing is uh, there's a hamstring issue. Okay, you say he can't get separation. He's, he he couldn't get separation with a good hamstring. No, 
You know what I mean? I think what it is is you got Justin Fields who has a very strong arm, mm-hmm. and you have Darnell Mooney who is a very good route runner, mm-hmm. and he's very fast, and he can get to where Justin click. Fields needs to yeah. throw the ball. Those two click. You got a rookie and a second-year player. Who who else are you gonna click with? Hey man, I'm gonna take. Hey, I remember what it was like last year. Let me show you the ropes. Let me show you where the bathroom. Hey, Rob's <laughs> not gonna be a bear for much longer. Though. No, so, no. And I, and I also I say like as far as things I'm worried about, like I'm not worried about. Allen Robinson, and I'm not worried about Justin Fields' development. I think Justin Fields is going to be just fine. But Z, I worry about the defense. I do the too. Defense is it's aging very, very, very quick. Old. Yeah. yeah, very quick. I think the thing is, you got to remember last week was Khalil Mack was out, and Khalil Mack is going to be uh, serviceable for a long time. People keep consistently focusing on the fact that to be at least to start the season the Bears offensive line wasn't very good but you gotta remember they're still waiting to see what's gonna happen with Tevin Jenkins who's coming back soon he was coming back soon and Larry Borum who they just got back Mm -hmm. and they're still dealing with 39 year old Jason Peters well Larry Borum had that penalty though late in the game Okay, but he also had a rest of a game where the rest he of the game was, was great. Decent. Yeah, he was, he was pretty great. The rest this is of the why game. I'm not worried about Justin Fields. Justin Fields is gonna be fine. But it's just like last year where the offensive line were calling for like oh, it's garbage, it's garbage, and then like the last six games they put it together. Well, because you got to still remember you're you're you still have to decide if Sam Mustafer is gonna be your center going forward. Yeah. You know what I mean? And you also have Alex Bar. Yeah. You had Mustafer. You had Alex Bars. And Mustafer has been okay. He's so, he because yeah. you know what I mean. Like your job is hey. Don't fuck up. That's it. Get the ball to the yeah. quarterback and then and knock it down and then block. Yeah, and, and and you look at the way that the running game has has played so far this season. Now, don't forget, we're still ta- we're still talking about a team that's still missing Tariq Cohen. Okay, a dynamic playmaker, a very dynamic yeah. playmaker, a guy who can catch the ball out of the backfield. But you're looking at Dave Montgomery, who finally came back. You're looking at Khalil Herbert. They have a very good who did a really good attack. job of filling. Uh, Herbert was amazing. I thought, I thought he should have got more more reps. They, they should game. have a, a two headed monster. Yeah, they in should. The backfield. And that's the thing is that you look at how the running game has played so far this season. They are finding holes. That's the biggest thing. And how do you get holes? You get holes from your offensive line. Mm-hmm. So as and how as- do you fill those holes? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but I mean, the the fact of the matter is, is that we can say whatever we want about the offensive line. Yeah, but they haven't been as terrible coming, you know, uh, uh, going they can, on further. They can the go seasons. forward; they just can't go backwards. And that's the thing is, that I think what's happening right now is you're seeing a progression of not only your quarterback, but you're seeing a progression of your entire offense. Mooney is becoming a star. Yeah, he's Mooney a is becoming your number one wide receiver. He's a one B. He's not a one A. But again, he's a one B second year player. Yeah. We got to see how he develops going forward because you remember who did he have throwing to him last year? Trubisky and Foles. Mm-hmm. This year you had you had Fields, you had Andy Dalton for what a game and a half. Then you had you had a rookie quarterback. So you got to remember when we look at at a Rob. Look at the quarterbacks he's actually had in his NFL career. Garbage, right? Garbage. Yeah, Trubisky and he had Blake Bortles. Yeah, you Watch put a Rob go somewhere else. Oh, no, a Rob's gonna go to Green Bay. I'm gonna call it right now. He'll go to Green Bay and, and he'll, he'll be, be a fine. stud because he'll, he'll be, be a slot receiver, right? And that'll because be they, Aaron Rodgers' right. favorite target. Right. Because that's where I thought Odell was going to end up. Oh, I thought so, too. And I'm like, please don't. Yeah, don't do yeah that. he's going to fuck us. I thought he was going to Vegas after uh, Ruggs got, got uh, uh, that shit. Uh, Vegas is just a mess, bro. They are. And, hey, John Gruden just sued the NFL. I saw that. For what? For what? He said, for leaking. Fine, it's not private because you're working for a company. It's your work email. Yeah. You, I don't care ass. about either. <laughs> fucking dumbass. Fuck him. I mean, go look, ahead. Whatever. Look. So, look, th- uh, just for context, uh, for so far, Justin Fields is a, has a 59.4% uh, completion rate, 1,282 yards, four touchdowns, eight interceptions. I'm not worried about the interceptions because that comes with maturity. And there was a lot of tips. There's oh, yeah, there was. There was. And there's, sometimes you can't just. And and also, A-Rob didn't run around and, yeah, 
forget. And, and and to your point about the interceptions too, they haven't been blatantly terrible. No, 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 no. They're not Trubisky's interception. Yeah, where he just throws it right directly to a defensive Justin player. Justin is very a very calculated quarterback. Yeah, especially for being as young as yeah. he as very he is. cerebral. I, you know, the thing is, is that I feel like Justin Fields, if you look at his actual skill set and his, his physical ability, this is what they thought they were getting in Trubisky. It's just that he's a smart, he has a much better, higher football IQ than Trubisky. What's the, what's Trubisky the one didn't thing, start. What's the one thing you guys like about Justin Fields the most? Um, I think for me it's tough. easy. He's just fucking I, tough. I, I, he to pushes me, the ball downfield. Yes, he does. So this uh, it, mine is an intangible, and this is accountability because he will sit there, and no matter what, if it was his fault or not, he will be number one out there. And says, "Hey, I shouldn't have thrown that ball." Darnell Mooney might have tipped it, and and it got intercepted. He says, "You know what? I shouldn't have thrown that pass." And what I see from that is you're recognizing not only your mistakes but your 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 strengths and your weaknesses. Mm-hmm. Because the thing is, is that you know how you know how a player gets that ball tipped like that, throwing it a little bit too hard. If you throw it too hard, I don't have enough time to react. And when I get my hands up there, I'm like, oh, shit, let me catch that. Well, that's how you tip the ball. If you lob it in there, or you, you have to know how, to, to touch. how hard to, to throw touch. the ball, period. So, I mean, look, I really like I really like the direction that he's going. I've been impressed with him so far, but I've already seen people call him a bust for because they're losing games. They don't know get football. Get the fuck out of yeah, here. They it's, don't know football. I, I agree. All right. So, Ravens next week. Oof. I mean, look. I mean, they did not look good against Miami. They didn't. No, absolutely not. Because Miami, Miami literally pulled the play, the playbook out of Madden and put seven people up front <laughs> and put four people. Go ahead, try to run on us, Lamar. right? He literally said, "Yeah, here's the wall." So Bears take take that playbook exactly. And apply it. Exactly. You can, you can apply it if you sit there and attack him, and you make sure that you shut down the running game. Yes. Because you got to remember that the Ravens are also on like what their fir- fourth or fifth option at running back. Yep. I think they they're playing they're out there playing Le'Veon Bell at this point. You make Lamar throw the ball 40 to 50 times And let's see what he does Yeah but I mean like I don't think he's going to be able to throw the ball 40 or 50 times Bears should win then no problem Right That's well, what I it, think well, the, the Bears should win But you also got to remember that The Ravens defense is not is no slouch No Going up against The Ravens rookie. are very good The are, Ravens are, are very they, good Are they title contender good? Mm-hmm. I think they're on the tear right below it. I think the problem with them right now, I, I think depending they, on how they, hot they get it, I think they have a chance, and and they can get hot because we talked about this a little bit earlier with the Chiefs. Are the Chiefs still title contenders? Yeah, and and why are they title contenders? Because you have Patrick Mahomes, exactly, yeah. and that's why you look at uh, uh, the Ravens as a title contender. Yeah, you know what I mean. So because you look at hey, you're talking about the reigning MVP. You know what I mean. We're not talking about some slouch. He might be MVP again. Hey, even right. Superman has a bad day, man. And, and that's very There's true. been a lot of teams. It, it's kind of been trending to where a lot of teams where you're expecting to win have had shitty days. Oh, yeah. This last, days. yeah it's, these it's last happened. Two Look at the Buffalo really Bills weird. last week. Yeah, no, these last two weeks have been really weird as far as, like, you know, these these kind of out-of-nowhere teams winning. Look, Brady line. lost today. Huh? Brady lost today. Yeah, Brady, Brady yeah. lost. Yeah, yeah I mean. To so a 2-5 I mean, team. <laughs> so it, it's one of those things you never know. I mean, like, shit, the Browns got blown out. You know what I mean? Well, they, they lost. They lost a the quarterback, though. They, they, Not yeah. that it made any difference. They they don't have Nick Chubb anymore. You know what I mean? They they don't have Odell. Who they don't they, have a Chubb anymore? No, they don't. It's it's, <laughs> it's not clear who's going to be in the Super Bowl, which makes this season fun. Yes, agree, one thousand percent. Right. So it's, it's not like the uh, like the Golden State years. Yeah. Like you know, like seventy two and ten or seventy two or what is or it? the Cleveland Cavalier years. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. All right, moving on. Brian always finds his way into this show, huh? <laughs> yeah, well, sure well, does. I'm sitting in this seat, <laughs> usually out of your mouth. <laughs> hey, now it was a football player. <laughs> now I got you guys. You guys didn't see this? No, I've never. I, I've never seen Kyle anything about Kyle Pitts from the uh, from the Falcons having a small ass. Kyle God. Pitts has 
small as this is. Yeah, I've never heard this. Oh, <laughs> Cam Jordan said he's a little light in the ass to be a tight end. Wow. He, oh, whoa. Cam I mean, it is 2021, and you have your opinions and choose to do whatever you want, man. Hold on. To be fair, and I have said this on the record before, Larry Fitzgerald had the biggest ass of any football player. When you seen him, <laughs> I swear to God, when you see and, and I say this as a guy with just gigantic fucking calves. Yes, like you do. So... He always reminded me of a horse because he had the long hair and it would flow behind him. And then he's fucking like just humongous yeah. <laughs> lower body just fucking running down the field. But incredible career. He, he needs. He, well, yes and, yes. and he needs to borrow some of that ass to your, your boy, your boy, Kyle, Kyle Pitts, Pitts, I guess. Yeah. Kyle Pitts can use some of that ass. Wow. Okay. Well, All righty. We're not recording. No we yes, we are recording, sir. <laughs> it's always a hot mic, sir. Hot mess. Hot mess, hot mic. All right, E, let's move on to the collegiate slate. What's up with the Golden Domers, the Notre Dame Fighting Irish? Notre Dame moved up to number six in the AP college football poll after its 28-3 victory over Virginia last Saturday. It is the highest Notre Dame has been ranked by the AP all season. Notre Dame coupled its now five-game win streak with Baylor's 27-14 upset victory over Oklahoma to move up another spot in the latest rankings. That defeat ended a 17-game winning streak for the Sooners, who were ranked number four last week uh, before falling uh, to number 12 in the most recent poll. Notre Dame is now ranked sixth in both major polls. Uh, look, a lot of people were actually upset about this game. They thought that Notre Dame should take more advantage of uh, Virginia. But I think, look, I, I, was, I was happy with the, the way that the, the game uh, came out. They scored seven to start the uh, to start the game in the first quarter. Another two touchdowns in the second and another in the third. And they only gave up the three in the fourth quarter. Notre Dame is back uh, where we thought they would be. I'm wondering where they would be without that one loss to Cincinnati, who is still on a roll. Yeah, well, I mean, that Cincinnati game was a tough one. To, uh, but they bounced back, and they're looking good. Um, again, I know like I'm not the biggest Notre Dame domer over here, um, <laughs> like you are. Um, but uh, it's fun to watch this team now. It really is fun to watch this team. And I I, I was criticizing about the whole cock. Uh, a quarterback carousel that they had going for a while but I think they're, they're getting it together and they're going to make a nice uh, playoff push. Look, uh, Jack Cohn was 15 for 20 for 132 yards with three touchdowns, one interception. They did bring in Tyler Buckner for a couple of plays. He went three for four for 42 yards. Kyron Williams, though, that was the thing is that when you watched him, he's rumbling, he's bumbling, he's stumbling down the field. He had 14 carries for 70 yards. He averaged five yards a touch, and he did have a touchdown. So when you watch him running down the field, I mean, he actually had a pretty good game, and, and you saw him kind of escape a lot of plays his touchdown run he was literally rumbling and bumbling and stumbling because it looked like he was about to go down about four times before he made it to the end zone so that's where your four touchdowns came from and uh look they held virginia in check which they should have and uh it's really going to be interesting to see what happens with this playoff because when you look at the standings where they are now there's a couple of games left which they should walk right through mm -hmm. And we look at these top teams right here. This is going to be a really interesting last uh, last couple weeks of the season. Yeah, I'm not too um, keen on how they decide the uh, final four, the four games uh, for the championship and all that stuff. Just because there'll be, 
it'll be like 12 and 0 and like oh you got to consider them but I'm like look at the strength of schedule look at who they played right and when they played them and then Notre Dame might be like 12 and 1 or whatever it is and they can't get in so I think that's kind of bullshit I think they just should have like a tournament just like the NCAA basketball tournament There's just not that not that extensive not not as not as big I want maybe like a 16 team tournament I mean, look, it is way there, there's way too many because the, here's the problem. And we, we talk about teams like Notre Dame, who we mm-hmm. know is not as talented as Georgia, as Alabama, mm-hmm. as Oklahoma, maybe Oklahoma. But I mean, because uh, Oklahoma, and I just say because Spencer Rattler has been a complete dispo- disappointment for them all year. Mm-hmm. Um, but they are not, quote unquote, as good. Now, the thing is, is that right now they're eight and one. And you look at Georgia's 10 and 0, Cincinnati, who they lost to is 10 and 0. And that brings up their strength of schedule so that uh-huh. makes them look better um, you're looking at Alabama who's 9-1 Oklahoma who's 9-1 Oregon who's 9-1 Ohio State who's 9-1 Michigan State is 9-1 Michigan's 9-1 all these teams are 9-1 so how do you decide so the, the, that's the thing is that you look at strength of schedule you balance balance that against uh, who they've already played who they're going to play and the thing is is that you got to look for is Cincinnati going to stumble is Georgia going to stumble if they have one of these teams stumble they're going to want Georgia to be the team to stumble and not Cincinnati because if Cincinnati does not stumble and they do their thing, mm-hmm. that brings up Notre Dame's strength of schedule. So right now, even if you don't want to, Notre Dame is rooting for Cincinnati if they want to get into that playoff. I mean, it just makes sense. But again, if you have seven teams that are going to be again twelve and one at the end of the season, how do you decide strength of schedule? That, I mean, that's that's point blank what it is. I mean, who did you have to beat to get to your record? That's what it is, and and. Cincinnati beating Notre Dame is huge for Cincinnati because now it, it looks makes them look big, better too. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's what it, that's why they're not number one because of the teams that they play is not nearly as strong as the teams that Georgia plays. But Georgia's been showing out all season, and and, and for them to be still sitting there undefeated and sitting alongside Cincinnati as the only two undefeated teams right now, it, I mean, it's a pretty big statement. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Z, what's going on with Chicago's Big Ten team? Uh, the Cats lost. <laughs> <laughs> Northwestern head coach Pat Fitzgerald was seeking any type of spark before the half in Saturday's game against Wisconsin by switching quarterbacks, benching starter Andrew Marty for backup Ryan Helinski. It ultimately didn't work as the Badgers quarterback changed and not. The Badgers cruise to a 35 to 7 win, dropping the Wildcats to 3 and 7. So, meow. Is Fitzgerald, <laughs> is Fitzgerald uh, regretting not taking the jump to the NFL? No, I don't think so. No, no he's, 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 he's a, treated like a god. He's a god Evanston. up there. Yeah, he's a god. He will never, after, ever, ever have to buy a meal or a drink in Evanston. He can stay because he played for them. He actually, remember, he, I told you he practiced when we were at Lane. He was on the on the, uh, on the the field when they were getting ready to play USC in right. the Rose Bowl. Um, he doesn't have to do anything, and he can sit there in that job for the next you know, 30, 40 years and be perfectly cool and then you know pass away like the last coach and then have one of his old players succeed him. That's how that's going to go. So something like a, like a Joe Paterno with a moral compass type <laughs> type coach. That, that does help. Yeah. Yeah, that definitely helps. Just stay away from the showers, coach. Oh, hey. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, he was going out with the fight alive. They put up a fight this week. Uh, yeah, they fought the bye week because they had to be off. <laughs> <laughs> just kind of like the Bears, just like the Bears. But yeah, uh, the three and four Illini play number nineteen Iowa next Saturday. That should be a blowout. I, mean, I wasn't blow them the hell out. Hey, Iowa lost to Purdue. 
I don't know what that means. <laughs> well, no, Purdue was due for an upset. They were talking about. I was actually up that morning. We I was t- watching that. You, we talked about that too yes. because Purdue actually has a good has a good record against top ten teams. Yes, they do. So it's kind of a weird thing, but yeah, uh, yeah like I mean, plain spoiler. Yeah, so look, Illinois is going to do what Illinois do, and we'll report on it. But I don't really care. I mean, <laughs> I'm, I'm 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 excited for Illinois basketball. Yes. <laughs> 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 oh man Alright Z What's going on At the Madhouse On Madison With the Chicago Blackhawks uh, But hey As they say in hockey Let's do that hockey The Chicago Blackhawks So pretty much All they need Was a coaching change And um, They start winning Yeah because Because <laughs> you know why They're terrified Walter White is their new head coach <laughs> <laughs> Walter White Wow yeah, so the Blackhawks won three games in a row, and each win one win was by one goal. The Blackhawks are looking much better, and I mean, compared to the last couple of weeks when they only had one win or two wins prior to that, it's it's a, it's a big difference. They're cleaner in the neutral zone, and they don't give up as many odd man rushes, and they're starting to convert chances created by the proper offensive plays. So essentially, you have a coach who knows what the fuck they're doing. Yeah, I mean, look, Derek King, like I said, he looks like Walter White. They're really, like, you know, playing their hearts out for him. Um, I mean, look, you look at Jeremy Collinson. He looks like a 12-year-old got lost on his way to his bar mitzvah. So they got this grown man now who played yes. in the league. He played for a long time. He played up until, like, uh, 2000. I think he was uh, played in the 80s. Um, but, look, they are finally kind of playing with some heart, playing, hey, what did I say? Heart, hustle, muscle. Thank you, Stacey King. Um, you know what I mean? Like, that's what they're playing with now. And, and it seems like you got a lot of these guys that were probably either the same age or older than Jeremy Collinson. And now they're yes. playing. You have That some, was an you, issue. You Sharp. need Sharp someone that, yeah. who, who, who is an adult in your eyes. Because I'll I tell you what. I, I'm 40. My pops is 80. And I'm like, man, I'm a little kid. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you look at your pop. Until that next generation really passes on and we started giving you all of our grades, kind of like you, Mike. Um, <laughs> look, we can talk about we can talk about the, the coaching change. But I would like some credit for them, the Blackhawks winning. I actually saw them win their second game. I haven't been to a hockey game in over 20 years. Likewise. And I feel like me, me being there, my presence started this winning streak. It's so been 10 years for me. Yeah. I would just like a little bit of credit. Yeah, okay, very little. Well, keep going in the games then. Do that, Haggy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. We'll be right back after a word from our sponsors. This is Chicago. Doors open on the left at Chicago. We all know that 2020 was no joke. And with an ever-changing world climate, many people are looking for a new opportunity. Guys, are you looking for a career that rewards effort and makes you feel valued as a team member? Let me tell you a little about our friends at ACSI. ACSI is a certified RCN business agent. They provide the same RCN services with a personalized touch. Their sales and technician teams work hand-in-hand, ensuring your experience will be smooth and pleasant. Gone are the days of being transferred from one person to the next. At ACSI, they handle everything from start to finish. It's never been so easy to get internet service. ACSI is a growing Chicagoland company that encourages personal growth and rewards perseverance. As they expand, they're looking for passionate, responsible, and honest professionals to join their team. A career with ACSI means you'll be part of a hardworking, flexible, and dynamic team that is a leader in the installation of cable and internet services in the Chicagoland area. Best of all, ACSI was awarded HACIA's 2020 Contractor of the Year Award. Are you ready to grow with a local Chicago company on the rise? 
Check out ACSI.tech and click on careers to get started. That's ACSI.tech and click on careers. Welcome back to the TCSF podcast with E-Rock and Big Z. Yeah. Let's talk some basketball with Mike Logic. Woo! Ready to do this? Yes, I am. All right. Two, three, four. Basketball. Give me, give me, give me the ball because I'm gonna dunk it. Basketball. Give me, give me, give me the ball because I'm gonna dunk it. Basketball is my favorite sport. I like the way they dribble up and down right. the court. <laughs> it's time, guys. It's time. We're finally here to the segment. Uh, oh, oh boy. Uh, it's going to get interesting now. I'm, I'm going to tell you what, though. I've been waiting for about a year and a half to use that basketball I've been playing. I played it for you. I played it for Z. It's a I fantastic cut. I love it. I mean, and especially for an SNL nerd like me, that had to fit in at some point. But now we finally got you in studio for your either what would we say three, third or fourth time or whatever, whatever the hell. Yeah. It was. Um, yo, the Bulls. The Bulls are hot. The Bulls are hot, and they're on the West Coast. What, what, what's going on with these Bulls right well, now? Well, Golden State cooled them off a little bit, but I mean, it's Golden State. If you're a Bulls fan, you should be excited about this team because you got to remember they have played. A combined 12 games, the regular season games together. Right. Yep. This is not the finished product. This team seems like it's gelled pretty quickly. Yeah. So there's still room to grow. Well, and, and they're also You're going to have these growing pains. They're also missing Pat Will. Missing Pat Will. Real quick. After that, and that, that, that yeah. bullshit. Well, I'm yeah. just saying like for a long period of oh, time. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because of that bullshit against the Knicks. Now back to Vucevic. Vucci man. He was Vucci struggling man. a little bit. He was struggling. And, and the thing was, like, I seen what they were doing at the beginning of the game, kind of like what they did with Joaquin Noah. Let's, let's get the big man started. Let's get, let's get let's warm him up. Get him nice and, nice and loud. They, they kind of have to. Right. And they have to. And he and was missing point him. blank shots. Oh, boy. Here you go. Are you going with the book again? Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, no, but like I, like, I think me and you've talked about before, Vooch takes a little while to warm up during mm-hmm. the yeah. season. He's like a 71 Chevy. He's going to be fine. He, yeah. <laughs> just just gas him up a little bit. You know, yeah. feed him the ball early on. It sucks because he looked really good against Dallas. And, right. And then he got yeah. hit with he got hit with the vid. Yeah. Yeah, he got hit with the COVID. But so, so yeah, I mean, like we look uh, that Dallas game was very concerning to me because I'm thinking about the fact that you got Luca, who I think is going to be like the best player in the league within the next couple of years. Yeah, he's a monster. And, and oh, got, last time I was here, we were talking about Luca being the best player in the league. Yes, I said potentially. Who's the best player in the league this year? Oh, I don't know yet. I haven't watched enough. I haven't honestly, honestly, I have not watched enough NBA this season. I'll, I'll let seen, you know. It's either I KD. Watch both games. It's either KD or it's Giannis. You take your pick. I, I mean, really? My, yeah. I think. I think considering Easily. when you look at who won the championship last year, and I've been championing for him for the last couple of years. I mean, it's got to be that guy. Antetokounmpo. Yeah. Antetokounmpo. Yeah. Sure. Why not? Well, he worked on his mid range game. Yeah, and he's showing it. Yeah, he's showing it. So now he can shoot from the outside, and they can, you know, they got to defend that. Giannis has been in the gym. Yeah, but I mean, you, hey, l- let's look at the teams that the, the that the Bulls played well against or won against. They played well against the Knicks. They didn't win that game. I mean, they, they had to come down and to the last second fight, shot. They had to fight back in that game. They they yeah. did have to fight back. But hey, they came back and they beat the Celtics. 
right? They beat the Nets. They beat the Mavericks. The Nets was huge. The one, the one team, and, and because they they played so well, they have the highest fourth quarter efficiency in the league, at mm-hmm. least up to that point. But the the one team that they could not get past in two meetings, since they had the home at home, was the Sixers, and and that's their biggest problem, in my opinion. I thought that was weird. They they no, they just have a hard time. They're a little light. Like, they're it's a little a, light. On the interior, yeah, there it is. On there the ass, it is. A little light on the ass. On the interior, they're a little light. <laughs> There's no Larry Fitzgerald on the posterior, yes. But yeah, so that's the thing is that so they, they're going to struggle. They're like, going to struggle. You're going to see when they teams. when they play against Denver this, this, and, and this Friday. Vooch is not. It's still he still struggles against the bigger guys too. Because even with Pat Will in in there, they're just not as big as guys like Joel Embiid. And that's to me, that's going to be their biggest problem on this West Coast trip. Because you look at guys like Anthony Davis, okay, struggled town. Your boy Joker. I mean, they have to play against They're gonna much bigger players. But they can win. They can still win. They can win if they keep the tempo up. And if you got yeah. but you also have you know how they win those games? They because you know what Zach's gonna do and you know what DeRozan's gonna do. They who's your third scorer? Your boy. Lonzo. Lonzo. So if he had a game like he had against uh, the uh, the well, Mavericks, because he, he had a great game against the Mavs, he what he hit like what seven for eight, seven uh, for ten. For, yeah, there you go from three. Yeah, and he That's played like crap key. against Golden State. That's so did Demar Derozan. So, I, but he's I don't also he's that also that chasing Steph the entire time. Right, you you can't exactly. do that because you got to play both sides of the ball. Him and Caruso were chasing right. Steph, and, yeah. and Caruso's averaging what three steals a game at yeah. this point. Two point yes. five. So I mean, well, and that's the thing is that you look at Steph, who has not been Steph in the last couple of years. Okay, he's coming back. He's a, it's a new season for him. He's back. Because oh, he's he, back. And he he's is back. back. So Revengeance. Lonzo Ball definitely lost the battle of the light skinned warriors yeah. right there. You know what I mean? <laughs> you're, you're not, yeah, Steph have he had forty against the Bulls. He put up forty. Jordan Poole had a nice game. I mean, the Warriors are a very good team, guys. Like, and the, that's but, a and the, contender. The Warriors are not uh, a big team, and they have Wiggins. And they have Wiggins. Wiggins played very well. Right. That's what I'm saying. Like He just they, needed to change the scenery. Like, they don't have Clay Thompson back time. yet. They no. might get him before Christmas, and they're going to get their big man, James they don't need him. They don't need him yet. They're, they're going to be incredible. <laughs> yeah, and that's the thing is that you look at that West Coast. That's I mean, I don't care if you like the NBA whatsoever. The West Coast, Coast is what yeah. you're looking at right yeah. now. Because on the East, who are your best teams? The Nets. The Nets. The Wizards. The, the Wizards. The, the, the Bucks. The Heat. The Bucks. Heat, yeah. Even though the Bucks, <laughs> their record is not good right now. Their record, okay, their record is not good. But you're looking at the Heat right now. The, the Heat are always going to be a contender when you got a, a player like you got Kyle Lowry down there. Lowry, you Lowry. got Kyle Lowry. You got uh, um, your boy Jimmy Butler over there. The, Miami some- Heat are one of the best teams in the East. Yes, oh, yeah. oh, 100. But the- how? How is Washington nine and three? Well, they're, they're getting it done. With who? Kuzma's comfortable. Uh, oh, Kuzma. Kuzma's right. over there. Montrez yeah. Harrell. Yeah. Oh wow. Very comfortable. Spencer Dinwiddie. People forget about Spencer Dinwiddie. Who, yeah. we, we wanted him. Yeah. He's been well, a nice addition. Right. We had him. We we chose Michael Carter Williams. We don't need to MCW. go back to that. Yeah, well, that's, 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 that's a whole different tangent. Why, hey, hey, hey. Why are we going to open shit? Hey, why are you bringing why up old shit? shit? Man Crush Wednesday. Don't be bringing up old shit. Yeah, Man Crush Wednesday. <laughs> like, why is he saying MCW? <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not. Ooh, um, but but yeah, but but that's the thing is that you look at the East it's early in the season. It is early, yeah. but look who are the strongest teams? We got yes, you have your defending champs, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, but you have the Celtics who who seemed like they don't want to win any games. Okay, you have the the Philadelphia 76ers with Joel Embiid healthy right now. The Cleveland Cavaliers are in fourth hold, place, guys. You don't I mean, have you don't have Ben Simmons. On the Sixers, right? What's going to happen with him? He's going to be moved sooner than later. But where? To where? To where? Somewhere. There's no Serbia, <laughs> Australia. Sure, that works. But that's the thing is that can he, they do that? He can't no. get the he can't get your uh, 
You're no, not going to get what you actually, what Ben Simmons is worth. You're not going to get that whatsoever. And the thing is, and the is Celtics that, aren't willing to trade Jalen Brown. I think that no. would be, but but very, don't forget, very dumb. You have the Knicks who have been playing very well with, I mean, the, the Bulls East. If we're going to be honest, with yeah. them. you look at that squad. Who, who's on that squad? It's all the Bulls, right? Yeah. Okay. And Julius the actual Randall. Bulls. Who's who's on the Bulls right now? And you know the reason, in my opinion, the reason why they're gelling so quickly is because you got players who can play at the same caliber as Zach Levine. You look at Lamar DeRozan, you look at Lonzo Ball, and these are guys that kind of can play the same game, where they're very fluid with their movement, where they can all shoot, where they can all shoot from three, and they can all get to the rim. They can all play one, two, or three Correct. at any point. Correct. And that, and that makes us flexible and dangerous. Now, our problem is going to be the four and the five. We don't have any power forwards, and we got two centers, I'm and actually, one of us out. I'm actually Three concerned centers, about Zach Levine, and I think we were talking about this a little bit before the show. Zach Levine, he's shooting 34% from the three. That that offhand, mm-hmm. his left hand, is heavily bandaged. Right. He's trying to dribble through traffic. He's losing the ball. He's turning over the ball quite a bit, and I don't think it's going to get better as the season goes on. I don't... When I say better, I don't think his thumb's going to get any better. Right. So maybe they want to wait till Vooch is back to put him on the uh, injury reserve. But 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 here's the difference uh, uh, compared to years past. They have other players who can actually score the basketball. Yeah. yeah. You don't have Kobe White playing the number one point guard, okay? You don't have to worry about the fact that Lowry Markinen can't get out of his own way. Whatever who's, reason. Who's playing, playing well now. He's playing well in Cleveland, but he could not get out of his own way here in Chicago. He was either hurt or... Or he just couldn't figure out. We're not talking about last year's Bulls when we're talking about Otto Porter just wasting money and wasting time and wasting space. He got hurt in the game, too. Yeah, he got hurt in the Bulls game. You know what I mean? He returned. He returned. I didn't even realize he was on the Warriors. Yeah, I know. He looks so much like Will Chamberlain. It's really Yeah, it's scary. You mean Lionel? That's Lionel Richie. (laughs) Hello. Can you play for another But back to my point about, about Zach Levine. And what was that point I was trying to make? With his thumb. He worried about his his thumb. thumb. Yeah, and where he puts it. I feel like, I I feel like he, I feel like he feels that he has to go and get his. You know what I'm saying? Like he's averaging around 25 points, a little over 25 points. Yeah, and it's like he has to get his. No, you don't. No, you have Demar, you have Lonzo, you have. You have people, but, but that's, you have people okay. on the bench who can put the ball. But, the, but he's so he's so used to having the weight on his shoulders. Yes. I need to do this, or we're gonna lose. Because what, here's the thing. His mid-range if, looks good. Oh, my God. Amazing. If you're Him waiting, DeMar, you're re- waiting for Otto Porter, like I said, that's your other option. Okay, Otto Porter, Lowry Marketing, Kobe White, who is basically just a light version of Zach Levine, just not as good. Okay, Thad Young. Hold up. We bring up Thad Young. I, I wouldn't mind seeing Thad Young back, back. on this Where spot. is he? No. He's in San Antonio. And I don't think they use him very much. So if if there's a way that because they can bring he, Thad back, he oh was God. Signing, he was signing trade for DeRozan, right? He was part of that deal. Yeah, that's how they that's how that went. Bring Thad back. What, he like, fit him know, perfectly on. The you know spot. who I liked? Uh, who I really liked when we did see a little bit of him was uh, um, Daniel Tice. I really like Daniel Tice. Yeah, yeah but you can pay him the Bulls. I know, but I'm just saying, mil. like when you looked at the way that they he tried, been, he would have been very good yes. for the squad. The way that they tried to improve at the end of last year, I think, gave you a good kind of preview of what we thought AK and Eversley was going to do coming up into this season. Acme, if you want to call him that. Yes, I, I really I like the aggressiveness of the front office now. Yes, like, oh, I'm going to get the piece that we need because I need this piece. It's not about. 
oh well you know what we'll see what we do yeah. mid season no yeah. no do you give me this motherfucker I'm, right now I'm gonna tell you what yeah. it is I'm gonna tell you what it is because you don't have guard packs there falling in love with the players that you draft agreed agreed that's, ri- that's it right there because look at the players that that left the team from last year that were on the team last year not just the guys that they picked up mid season during their trades or Otto Porter who they made a fucking terrible trade I mean I, he, I guess he was better than what they had but you look at who left the team last year you bore fellatio the guy's gone he's in he's in fellatio yeah, he's in fellatio and I heard he sucks dick for quarters but so here's <laughs> no hey but to your point you're making a really good point because if you think about the past drafts with Garden Packs, yeah. they always take the safe player. Yes. yes. Not the most athletic yes. player. Now you look at this roster, it is full of athletes, high IQ high IQ basketball players, yes. but they can all jump out of the gym. Oh, of course. Yeah. Of course. 100%. So if this administration was in there, let's say they back a few when, years ago. when they could have traded for Kobe, he pulls the trigger. Oh, for sure. Oh, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. For yeah. Daniel Marshall, you yeah. wouldn't give him up. But that's one th- that, that's Paxton right there. That's Paxton all fucking day. And that's the thing is that you, like I said, look at the players that they got rid of: Lowry, Markkinen, Denzel Valentine, Denzel Valentine, whose brother is the head coach of Loyola. Yeah. Okay. All of these guys are Chicago Bulls draft picks, picked by safe picks. Pick, safe picks, exactly. It's like, well, they're not the worst. That's and it was all these number sevens. Well, they're not the worst guy you could get. That's what it was. It was there was no that you had no balls. You had no balls. You got Gomer, well. Now we have ball. You got freaking Gomer Pyle out there <laughs> drafting these. Yeah, we got now. Now we got Mike's favorite ball. But you got Gomer Pyle out right. there drafting these fucking guys <laughs> that like ball, nobody south, cares about. South, every south. every player that 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 they drafted was basically a bench player. Uh, even Kobe White of, is a bench speaking player. Speaking of players they drafted, I don't know if you guys saw. Even Butler was a uh, was a bench player. Marco well, Simonovich yeah. has been brought back. Yeah, he's I been recalled. I, I literally had my mouth right on it he's right now. He's been recalled from uh, Winning City Bulls. Yeah. yeah. So you might get to see a little bit of Marco. Uh, I, he was their drafting stash from yes, last Yes, yes. And, and, and the thing is, so so how big is this guy? 6'11". Is he 6'11"? Okay, so now you're going to have to rec- you, he's you recall he's got a very He's very light, though. Okay, but but here's the thing. How do, how do you get this guy assimilated to the NBA game? You throw him in the fucking wolves with this yeah. West Coast trip because look at the look at the teams you have to play. You he is kind of light. Tonight with he's the two twenty, he's Holy light. Shit, yeah. I weigh more than he does. I, so I, do you? I, I think you. he weighs. And more. So do you? We, we all weigh more. <laughs> <laughs> we've, like, covered, we've covered that. I kept looking. I yeah, kept looking at each other like, yeah, we all weigh more than he does. Here's so, the problem though. I like the minutes that Alizé Johnson is giving them. Also, th- Thug Passion. His his nickname's Thug Passion. Uh, yeah, because he reminds me of like two thousand two. So uh, I don't know where you where you fit. Marco in in this lineup where you're going to find him minutes, but you got to find minutes. You got to find ways to get him acclimated, as you were saying. Well, Stacey King refers to Alizé Johnson as like a Dennis Rodman type, which I'm which I'm totally for because he gets there and he finds a way, and he'll sit there and keep tipping the ball until he gets yeah. the board. And that's one of the biggest things is that when you have a smaller team, it's really important to find a way to get these rebounds. Right, okay? but and your your guards have to step up as well. Your guard, but they have to go rebound yeah. as well. Both are, are 26 in rebounding. Yeah, right and th- and that's a problem because there are like it I is said, a problem. They are a smaller They're light team. in the ass. They are light in the ass. There you go. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> they, they also don't have a junkyard dog. They don't. But I think that's what Alex A. Johnson is bringing to the table. But he is he bringing some energy. He brings a, and that's why they need that a motor. They need Thad Johnson back. Yeah, bring Thad Johnson back. Yeah. We, we need to start a campaign. Oh, I hundred percent. Look, I I really love the way that he was on this team and the way that he inter- interacted with the young guys and the fact. I mean, like, look, he was an Indiana Pacer for most of his career. I mean, those right. guys Correct. are usually like these gritty, down, fucking grimy motherfuckers. You know what I mean? So I was happy that he was on the team. It was just when you look at 
He was he's always going to be a bench player. I mean, he's played what fifteen years in the league. He's been around for a long time. Yeah. We're not talking about a young guy. And you're sitting there relying on him and Sadaransky. Yeah, I mean, no. come on, bro. He's a very high quality bench player. <laughs> we said that Johnson. We meant that he is young. That young. <laughs> we said that Johnson. Oh, it's Johnson. We, yeah, yeah, it's we, 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 we can start mixing it up here. <laughs> All right. So let, let's take a look at this West Coast trip. Like, okay, everyone yeah. knows we record on Sunday. So tonight they got to take on the Clippers. What is that? A, a win or a loss, bro? I think it's a winnable. I, game. I think it's very winnable. Very game. winnable game. Yeah. I don't know who's going to guard, and it shouldn't even matter really who's going to guard Zubak. Mm-hmm. Zubak can score a little bit. So I do like Tony Bradley Jr. I think I think he's a solid backup. Okay. But he's got to start. So he's going to play starter minutes. Yeah. It's not going to be Javante Green guarding, no. <laughs> guarding Zubak. So, I, I actually had a pair of those pants back in the 90s. But I actually I think this is a good matchup for the Bulls. I think. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to take hey the Hey, man, Bulls. check your stool tonight, man. There's I'm, a bunch of corn in there. I'm going to take the Bulls. <laughs> I'm taking the Bulls as well. Uh, let's look at Monday, fellas. All right, so you got the Lakers. Oh, Your boy. Favorite. They favorite team. What are you now, what are you gonna now do? it depends. Is is the king making his return to the throne? Is he still butthurt? Yeah, because he's got ab- one of the swords up his ass. Abdominal strain, Edward. Okay, so it reached that far. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Uh, the Lakers is going to be a tough game for the Bulls. So I'm going to tell you why. It, and it has nothing to do with LeBron. It has to do with AD. the fact that Anthony fucking Davis, yeah. they can't gonna, deal with the big guy him. like nope. that. Nope. He's going to kill us. And you, right. know, and you know what's gonna, you know how they win this game? Lonzo Ball has hit, hit a bunch of threes. That's how you win that game. You know and you're Caruso getting, takes over. Yeah, Caruso yeah. has a career game. That's, oh, and that's, that's a revenge that, game for him. Hey, we, can't, right we can't let DeMar DeRozan off the hook. He's, he has to play no, much better. No, than no, He's got to put 35 on that game. He's No, yeah. 25 to 30, yeah. That's what I said. I here, I'll give, I'm gonna give because it. Zach, Zach, Levine, Zach is yeah. Zach Levine and Ro- DeRozan Zach's 25 his, right there. Yeah. To me, that's your Zach's that's your 50 get, points Zach's right there. Zach's good for 25 every game. Yeah, that's your that, 25 a piece right there. Now who's gonna fill in the gaps? Okay, you, you you're gonna have to sit there and if you're gonna drive to the hole, you got to sit sit there and try to get some fouls off of AD and yeah. try to get him out of the game early. Yeah. That's how you win. You this go game. at his ass right. You, you get him in foul trouble yeah. right away. And, and you also have Lonzo Ball. So you got Lonzo Ball. Who was drafted by the Lakers, number yep. two overall, right? Yep. Okay. That's anytime, anytime you sorts. play against the team that drafted you, you get up for that game a little bit. I don't care who you are, I don't care what team you currently play for. So now you got Alex Grusso. I don't even know what, who the hell drafted him if he was even drafted. He, he, he got, was undrafted. Like, all four of the hairs on his head. I gotta be fucking standing straight at attention when he's gonna go play he's against. He's paying homage to Homer Simpson, man, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, he went to Texas A&M University. Undrafted. Undrafted, Undrafted yeah, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, yeah, this this guy right here. All right, so we got we got them beating the Clippers, got them possibly losing to the Lakers. So po- you, yeah, possibly so losing, possibly yeah. winning. So you're one and two right now. You just got to figure out your trip. strategy on that. Then you play the Blazers on Wednesday. Okay. I think That's they a tough beat, game. I think they beat the Blazers. I think they so. can. I think they do. Unless literally goes off. Nurkic is a handful, too. Yeah. And once again, like the, the West Coast teams, they have good big men. That's the, that's the key, and that's what makes them always so intriguing. Because you look at the big men, uh, uh, you look at Anthony Davis, you look at Nurkic, and you look at uh, um, what's his name from uh, the one that, whose brothers want to fight everyone. Joker. Oh, it's a Joker. Joke, Speaking the of Joker, Joker Joker's yes. the next game. So, we, so we're saying uh, the Blazers are going to win. I think they should beat the Blazers. I think right, the Blazers win. I think the Blazers win that one. All right. So oh, we, you got the Blazers. Yeah, got the Blazers on that one. This is not this is not a good road trip so far. No, no, no. <laughs> the circus trip is fucking it's, it's clowning rough. around. And then to finish out the circus trip, they're gonna play the Nuggets on Friday night, and I think the Nuggets beat them. Yeah. I think I think the Nuggets beat them, but I, I think they can beat the Clippers. I think they can beat the Blazers. I think they can beat the Lakers. They can beat the Lakers. They can beat the Lakers, but again, we gotta see 
what's going on with LeBron? Because the, the this is, in my opinion, I know you, I know you love LeBron like he's your dad. Yeah, let's I take love, let's take that out of this I, but equation. I, I, but what I'm saying is that I feel like LeBron, especially coming off of an injury, he's not going to drive as hard as he should, or as hard as he used to went in 2003 and 2004. Yeah, he's got like seven All Stars on that team. She doesn't yeah, have or to. Maybe you know he's going like to let you know. Hey, I'm back. But hey, don't forget, he, Dwight he Howard's have, back on that team too. That's what I said. They got seven All Stars on that. You know team. what I mean? So they have a lot of big men, and I think what it is is you have to find out, you have to find a way to get their big man in foul trouble early, and then you can take advantage of that. Who's the coach over there with the Lakers? Vogel, LeBron. <laughs> ah, there it that's is. what I was going. That's there what I was is. going. There it is. There it is. <laughs> so I mean, like I said, they, they can beat the Lakers because even even with a team full of all stars, these, these are not like twenty five year olds. Okay, these are like thirty five year olds. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like so, you can and, take and, advantage of that. And uh, Russ shoots like Ben Simmons. Fucking Russell, Simmons. man, he's been rough to watch. <laughs> he's bad. I'm a big Russell Westbrook fan, and I, I, I liked him a lot. Too. I was really happy when you know I was happy when yeah. the Lakers got him. Uh, but he has not really fit in right away. Now, it's a long season. Give him past the All-Star break and watch what happens. Yeah, happy here. birthday, Brody. Okay, but look, here's the thing about happy Wes. Birthday. Look at where he's been since he left OKC. Okay? You go to the Rockets and you have to play with a star and you can't get it done. 27 right? points. With, wait, that was his boy, though. They played together. That doesn't matter. My point is that not he, a good fit. He's not. This is this is what I'm getting up to. So he goes and plays with Harden on the Rockets, and what happens? Not a good fit. They all shit the bed. Yeah. Okay, so he goes and plays in Washington with who? Bradley Beal. Yeah. And he shit the bed. Then he goes and played. What did he play on the Nets? No. Lakers. Oh, Lakers. No, 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 no. He no, no. He played somewhere else, didn't he? No. He came. From- oh, I'm thinking about Harden going to the Nets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. My this is this is my whole. You're getting point. your ball hogs mixed up, right? This is my whole point. I is say your ball dom- dominant guards. That's what I meant. He, I feel like he cannot thrive if he's on a team with a bunch of other scorers. If he's not the main focus, he needs he the ball in his hands, and that's it. And yeah. that's the only way. He's Same effective. thing with Chris Paul. Chris Paul is another example of someone who needs the ball in their hands. But Chris Paul is a much better he's a facilitator. Facilitator, ball in your hands. Okay. Yes. So right. you can facilitate. Right. If you're if you're putting Chris Paul in the corner like the Rockets tried oh, to. Oh no. It's not going to no, work. No, no, it no. did not work. No, not at all. No, and, and he and, thrives in Phoenix because he has all these young talented wings yep. to oh, yeah. toss the ball. Let me just bring up the ball and fucking throw it at you. Yeah. Exactly. Right. So, you know, Westbrook's taking a little bit of that uh that load off LeBron's back. Yeah, but 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 again, like I said, you he, guys let me get away with that one. Yeah, whatever. How did that load get there? I'm just letting that ball roll. <laughs> Superman. Oh, okay. So now, now let's let's go back to the Bulls and we look at the, we know how they can beat those teams, right? Mm-hmm. We know what they have to do to beat those teams. We have to get their big, them. They're big men in foul trouble. Get right. them out of the game yep. and hit your threes. Yep. That's how you beat those teams with these big. And men. Jokic is going to get his. Yeah, and that's the thing. Well, is yeah. AD is going to get hit. Yeah, it's the Jordan rule. Let them score and shut down everybody else. But you, you can't have an offensive output like you have versus the no. State Warriors. But that, but that's the thing. Is that's what I'm saying? Is that you, if you drive to the basket and you get these big guys in trouble, mm-hmm. then you can, then you force the other players to have to beat you, right? Right. And you have to find what what the main goal of this because you're a smaller team and you thrive on being a smaller team and a quicker team and a faster team. You have to find a way to make the other team small as well, and then you can take advantage of that because their game plan is not going to include not having Anthony Davis. Right. right? So now we look at this squad as it's currently sitting. Okay. We know that um, 
Pat Williams is going to be out for an extended period of time, maybe the whole season. Yeah. We know that Vucci Man is not going to come back for this thing. And they he's going to miss really seven games altogether. He's, he's going to miss this because he got the COVID. Okay. The vid. You got your boy coming over from Serbia with 6'11". The, Marko the Simonovic. 150 pounds, skinny little bastard. Yeah. But the, another <laughs> player. I haven't got to see much of him. A player that you also have coming back very soon, we we predict, Monday. Is, is Kobe White. Kobe. Okay, so where is where he going to fit in Kobe on the team? <laughs> I'll tell you right away where he's going to fit in is that offensive spark plug that the bench needs because they don't have it. Like, Io's very good. Io's a very good two-way player, but he's not the, the volume scorer that Kobe White is. All right? I know everybody's been impressed with Io. I've been extremely impressed with Io. But to say that Kobe White doesn't fit on this squad just because of how Io's playing, that's up to Billy Donovan to figure out how, how he's going to dole out those minutes between Caruso, Io, and Kobe. You that's have to have Kobe in because Alex Caruso's not going to get you 15 points per game. No. Kobe White can do that for you. He can be a Jordan Clarkson type, a Derrick Rose type even to say. Off the bench, right. Off the bench. So Kobe White, I'm not one of these people who are of, of the mind like, man, we got to get rid of Kobe while his value is so high. No, we need that type of player. His value is not even high. He hasn't played. Yeah. He's young though. He's young, and people know that he was averaging what sixteen points last yeah. last season. This is his only third. This is just his third season. Still, right. still extremely young. He came out after his freshman year, you know, into the draft. So, and and he, and he was he's got uh, a long career ahead of him. He was he was too small coming out of the draft as it was. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like six heavy, five, and the heaviest thing about him was his hair. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like we need to get that guy some some rice and beans or something. Well, he cut his hair. He yeah. cut his. He hair. did cut. Well, yeah. yeah. Did he cut it for real this time? Yeah. Remember it last was very year? Yeah, that was funny it. as hell. That was funny. It's very short, but yeah, I'm I'm very excited to see Kobe White blend in with this squad, and I know he's just gonna give the Bulls that punch that they need off the bench. So. You know, I, I the thing with him is that he has he has a very weird shot, but he can shoot the ball, and he's really good at driving, but then hitting that floater. That's his... That's his Very Derrick Rose. Yeah. yeah. He, yes. he got that shot off the playground, it looks like. Oh, yeah. 100%. It's not like he was in a gym with, with a coach, a shooting coach. No, no, no. no, no, no. no. He's yeah. just used yeah. to trying to shoot over guys that are bigger than him. But he can be very effective he scoring can, the he basketball. Can, he can be effective scoring the ball off the bench because, like I said before, when you look at his actual game, the way that he moves his body, he did remind me quite a bit of Zach Levine. And that was my big problem with them two playing at the same time is that you can't have two of that exact same guy. if Because he's not skilled enough. He's not right. efficient enough. DeRozan is efficient enough, but DeRozan can also get to the rim. That's the big difference between a guy like Kobe White and a guy like DeMar DeRozan and um, yeah, Kobe and Zach White's Levine. Not really Kobe White can't get to the rim that same way. And DeRozan, anywhere about, about 10 feet out, it's automatic. Yeah. But you know you have to play Caruso. You just you have to play him. You paid yes. him 30 almost 40 million dollars. Because and and he also pay, he and, he, and he's another guy that can sit there when you're sitting there 8 minutes into the first and you start doing your switches and he comes into the game. He's another guy that can start uh you know causing these uh these fouls that you're going to get your big man out yeah. of the game, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Io, yeah. in my opinion, he has earned his minutes. He definitely deserves He's a first play. round pick that got drafted way too late. Yeah. And yeah. good for the Bulls. Thank, yeah, good thank for you. the Bulls. Thank you. Good, good for Acme. Yes. Because because this is not this is not a pick that guard would no, 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 no. Absolutely no. not. No. This is not a he doesn't, tax, no. Yeah, he doesn't scream Garpax. Who, who drafted pick. Rose? That was that that's still on the cross. Yeah, that was Garpax. Oh, still Garpax. Yeah, hundred yeah, percent. Yeah. They fell into that. Yeah. And and how you, once you get there, first of all, I mean, Rose is better than Beasley anyway. I mean, especially at the time when you had every almost every team had a very, very good point guard at the time. Everybody you was have, like Beasley, Beasley. I'm like, no. Is that a factor in opinion? But <laughs> um uh, <laughs> That's that was that was beautiful. That was perfect right there. That was perfect for all you uh all of our regular listeners out there. That was just for you. But listen, um, yeah, at the time, Derek Rose, I'm looking at his picture right there behind you. Um, 
he he fell into their lap, and there's no poo. There's no way mm-hmm. they they could not draft the Chicago kid. They would have burned this shit down like it was fucking uh, the '96 playoffs. I mean, get the fuck out of here. There was no I, I th- way. I think it was close though, because Beasley was an incredible college player at Kansas State. Yeah, but he wasn't what they needed. That was the thing is that they needed a different player. What is going on with Jordan's number two? And I'm going to call him a number two because, number one, he's acting like a shithead number two because he was Jordan's number two. His uh, Robin. He is Robin. A, he's acting like number two. You're yeah. right. You're right. The original Batman and Robin when it comes to people making those analogies, I think. Yeah, he's always been the Robin. I mean, that's, that's not that's not make anything out of it. Did he step up when Jordan left? Yeah, but right, was he dominant? No. I mean, kind of. I mean. Did he win an MVP? Nope. Oh, hell no. He was in the running, though. He okay. wasn't a running. Did he win an MVP? Nope. Nope. Did he know. win a championship? Nope. Not not without Jordan. That's what I'm saying. That's what we're talking about. And uh, he got mad because he didn't get the play calls from him. And Tony Kukoc took the and shot. And that's my problem when people are like, "Yeah, Scottie Pippen was a better teammate." Uh, I don't ever remember Michael Jordan throwing a shit fit when he didn't get the ball in the final seconds. That's because well, that got would the never ball. that would never happen. That would never happen, right. Jordan. But still, Tony Kukoc is a better shooter than Scottie Pippen. And there's nobody you trust more with the ball in their hands than than Michael Jordan. Look, Scottie Pippen just came out and said that uh, the flu game was not impressive. Because uh, because he's like, you never heard of the herniated disc game? I had a herniated disc for like three seasons. You also had the migraine game where you're acting like a little bitch. Eight points. How do, how do, how do we defend... What, what is this name? We of the, don't defend wait, wait, Scotty. No, you don't. What is the name of the booze that he made? Digits. Okay, well, how many digits did he stick up his ass before he decided to make this fucking book? Because I think what he did is he did all that, and then he took his fingers and just typed all the little keyboard. He's like, whatever shit comes out, comes I, out. I think his wife has put his digits up his ass because she Man. likes to fuck everything. Whoa! Wow. Woo-wee. No, Scotty Pippen is, he's tripping for lack of a better word. Tripping Pippen? Tripping Pippen. Tripping Pippen. Yes, tripping Pippen instead of no tipping Pippen. Yeah, he's, he's out of his fucking, first of all, he looks like Joe Boo from Major League. <laughs> if, if that's what drinking digits will do to you <laughs> Didn't I just say I wanted a bottle for the studio too That's Maybe maybe not I was serious No, no digits, I, no thank yeah. you I'll I was pass. serious about buying a bottle yesterday When I saw it at Jewel But I don't know what he's talking about When he says he's he's just as good as a player as Michael Jordan was The fuck you are The fuck you are <laughs> That's the sound bite that you need Right, I need the Jason Bateman The fuck you are Look, you know just like Sam Smith when he wrote the Jordan Rules, that you might say, "Oh boy, yeah, wow! Look, look at that! Yeah. Look at that! Wow, that was awesome! That's that a was, callback! That's a callback! That's a callback. Yeah, 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 yeah! That's that's a comedy technique. Yeah, like it that, is. Yeah. But just like that, a lot of times when you are trying to promote a book or a movie, you'll say whatever you Controversial can. Controversial shit yep. sells. As long as, as, long as you're in the news, yes. good news is uh, any news is yeah. good news. All news, you know what I mean? Like especially. And we're like talking that. about it now, so obviously, like his. His technique his is working. Is working. Yeah. yeah, it is. Just saying the most erroneous, heinous shit that he could think of. Nobody but you, Scotty, believes that you were just as good a player as Michael Jordan was. Nobody. Nobody. No Wait. one in your family. No one that you associate with. Nobody. W- wasn't Scotty the one that picked up his foot wearing a Jordan shoe? With Call Jordan for Jordan. Logo. Come back. Come back. Come back. Yeah, point, yeah, point to Baby, the come back. Come back, come back, come back, come back to me. 
Oh man! So I mean, look, I, I don't know. Is this all a marketing ploy? Or oh, is, one definitely, definitely. Because, but it's been like this for a couple of years now. We've been seeing ever since the last dance came out. Right when we started the show, uh huh. We started seeing Pippin talk more and more and more shit about Jordan. Talk about how we're not really friends. We just did it for the camera. When you would sit there courtside with him with his fucking with Jordan, this big boot. Was he fucking, in the last dance or not? The whole time. Okay. Then you're the whole friends. Time. Because if you weren't I rest friends, my case. Uh, just like Luke Longley was not in there because they're not friends. Yep. So uh, you got into the documentary because you're friends. So shut the fuck up. You at least, at the very least, you have you have enough you know, of Jordan's respect to be a part of the show. You were your episode two. The whole episode two is and, all about Scotty Pippen. Jordan said multiple times that he was not winning without Pippen. Yeah, no. he said it because what? When did they start winning championships? When they got Pippen. When they got Pippen. When they got Pippen and they had a Horace cast, Grant. Horace, Horace Grant, Grant yes. they had a cast of characters, yeah, BJ enough Armstrong, players around them. Craig Hodges, yeah, you know what I mean. Craig Hodges and his fucking uh, dashiki and all that shit, you know, up there shooting threes and winning three point contests. Yeah, Pax, BJ, yeah, we know we know the squad. While we're talking about Scottie Pippen tripping, oh boy, oh, why was Scottie Pippen not introducing Tony Kukoc during Tony Kukoc enshrinement night? <laughs> at the UC Why is artist Fucking Gilmore Introducing Someone he never Played with Because Pippen Had four digits Up his ass oh. Jesus That that probably Pissed me off More than anything That he said About Michael Jordan Because no one Believes any of that Crap anyways. No, no. But what bothered me is because you but know Scotty was Scotty should have Been the one Is there any relationship Between Tony Kukoc And Ars Gilmore None Other than they Played for the Chicago Bulls You know what I mean Not so in like, the same era Either it, it, it doesn't Because here's the thing when we saw Joe Kim Noah Knight at the UC, oh, that'd when, be like Bob Love introducing Joe Kim Noah. Th- yeah, it doesn't but, make sense. But well, but, but Joe Kim would appreciate it, right? Because he's a basketball head, right? Sure. You'd appreciate it, but but fans, it makes no sense. You look at who was there. What night did they did they did they do that on? They did it when the Knicks were in town. I was right when you had Thibodeau, you had Thibodeau, you had Derrick Rose, Rose, and you, you had, had a, uh, Taj Gibson. Taj, yeah, mm-hmm. you had all of the players. Did we say Tom Thibodeau. Yeah, we said Tom Thibodeau. Tibbs, Tibbs, Tibbs. Uh, look, you had Ronnie Brewer up there. I seen Ronnie Brewer. I seen Kirk. Kirk. I seen every Brad Miller. Bogans. Brad Miller. Brad Miller was there, bro. Brad Miller. Wow. Bro, wow. Dude, I'm pretty sure that that he's the dude now. That's the dude. That's the dude. That's the dude. He's always been that that dude. He's uh, uh Don. Who was uh, the the longtime coach of the Mavs? Don Don Nelson. Don Nelson. Don Nelson. I'm, I'm pretty sure Don Nelson and, and Brad Miller been hanging out because you know Don, you know Don Nelson is a big fucking time piehead guy now. Yeah. Like where he grows his own weed. He's got the long hair and all that shit. So I mean, look, he. I'm pretty sure they're hanging out together, and I'm pretty sure that's why Joe Kim's so chill. <laughs> You're a little jealous there. I see that. Shush. <laughs> no, but, Shush. But but that was cool. The Joe Kim and Tony Kukoc got you know, their Boozer was enshrined. There. Yeah, rightfully so. But the, it, the same week, the same week. But it just it. Just, it, it but it annoys I, me that Scotty was not there. And I agree. And I agree. And I, I, the whole thing is fucking weird. I mean, like I feel like Scotty is is it. How? Why you're doing this 25 years later or whatever? He's doing whatever he can to disassociate himself from the other teammates on that team. It's so weird Petulant. because his wife took all his fucking money. But she's gone. Isn't? Aren't they divorced? Isn't she all fucking? He's still got up. Yes, he's fucking everybody, and he's paying for it. Oof. Yeah, Malik Beasley. That's a rough life. That's a rough life. Future. That's like Delonte West and then was it? Yeah, LeBron's mom. And then he and then he started. Doing All right, I feel bad for Scotty in that sense, but it doesn't give him the right to be an asshole. 
No To be an ass hat Yeah To think that you are Just as good as a player I can't even say it anymore You're not You're not on the Mount Rushmore Of NBA players There's at least 10 to 15 players Of that era That are ahead of Scotty Okay So now So now Scotty Pippen was included when they did the first lift, first list. Yes. seventy five. What well, wasn't it? Fifty? Wasn't he? Yeah, he was that's top fifty. He's, he's a, a top, top 50, fifty of that era. Yeah. Oh, no total, like NBA history. Yeah, he's a top fifty player. Is he still top fifty NBA history right yeah. now? Right oh, yeah. now? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. He he changed the game by becoming a, a player that was diverse and playing the one, two, he, three, a, or four. He's a point forward. Some people say he's the best. He's the best small forward of all time. Okay. I don't agree with those people. Who's, who do you have above him? Of course, he has LeBron. Well, I can't, and we can't fucking hear you pointing at him. He knows. What <laughs> fuck is wrong with you? He's, We're not on TV. I, it, you could put Larry Bird ahead of him. I mean, there's plenty of small forwards you could put ahead of Scott. But uh, well, that's what I'm saying. I'm asking for your opinion. Yeah, LeBron, Larry Bird. There's two. That's that's it. I, th- I would take Bird, I think. I would take Bird. But, Bird's but, a better but, shooter. But, but, but. He did revolutionize the position. Yes, let's be honest about that. Yeah, like he did be- revolutionize before, the position. before okay. Pippen, there wasn't a lot of uh, forwards bringing up the ball. And, and the thing is, too, is that when you look at that era versus what we have now, you see a lot of big men that that can actually handle the ball. They're KD, not, they're not just yeah, exactly. That's exactly my point right there. KD, but they're not just these big sluggish monsters in the middle, just no, sitting no, there no. fucking looking like they're wading through the fucking candy like Greg and Ralph, and you know what I mean, like. <laughs> That's, yeah, that's Keith Tractor Trailer. Yeah. yeah, that fucking guy. Jesus yeah. Christ. Yeah. <laughs> that name was appropriate. <laughs> yeah, it was. But yeah, I mean, like, I, I, I don't know. It's Pippin's tripping. I don't know what he's doing. He's but drinking uh, a lot of digits. He's doing something. He is doing Which something. Makes me wonder what that whiskey tastes like. <laughs> I, I, I don't know, it's man. Probably as good as Michael Jordan's tequila. Ooh. I was gonna have some of that for my birthday. Is it not good? No, Should it's I not, not good. I think, no, don't we, waste the money. I think we just. Well, I mean, we. Need, I think we need just need the bottles to have in the studio. If it gets donated, yes. Aww. So should I stick with Casamigos for my birthday? Yes. Damn, I was really looking for it. Hey, because hey, I can't find the lo- I can't find the logo. Yeah, you know what? LeBron's I, I literally would go with Don Julio 70. Okay. Oof. I know I'm talking That's amazing. tequila connoisseurs right now. Yeah, so oh yeah. The, I'm looking to get a nice tequila bottle for my birthday, fellas. Uh, I, look, That's I, coming up soon, right? Yeah. The 25th. Thanksgiving. Wow. Literal self promotion there. Uh, <laughs> hey, but listen, when when I was in when I was in Milwaukee, I had some of that Don Julio Añejo. 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 With the, smooth. With the Eñe on top. Eñe, yeah. Mm-hmm. Very smooth, tasty. Oh yeah, man. Oh my god, I love it. Yeah, dude. And and that, and that was the thing is that like I feel like tequilas are so weird because you you actually get some that are kind of like too more, you get that more of an alcohol taste. You know what I mean? Like that we're like oh that's garbage. Some of them are kind of spicy almost. You know what I mean? Like you get it like a I, I think of tequila now. Like I never drank tequila when I was younger, but now I think it's like oh it's just spicy juice. Oh, I know what I want to <laughs> ask you guys. Yeah. The Rock has a tequila. I had it. Terramana, I think. That's Terramana. Yeah, we had it. It's good. That's really good. It's very good. For $25, it's a fucking amazing. Maybe I should get that for my birthday. I don't need to go. Well, I don't need to split. Maybe we'll get him one for his birthday. You guys don't have to give me. It sounds like that's what he's asking for. That's what he's asking for. No, no, no. It's on his Amazon wish list. That's not my plan. (laughs) I'm just trying to get a good tequila, something that I'm going to enjoy. All right. Well, I'm I'm going to do this for you. I'm going to slam dunk some tequila for you. We'll go and drink. We Hey, I've been hooking you up with the CC, right? You know, yeah, the CC is hidden, the, man. The, the CC is that hidden gem. People yeah. sleep on Pe- the CC. That's because we're old and we know what good liquor is. Yeah. yeah and, and it's cheap. It's cheap. Yes. You get a whole gallon of fucking CC for, for $17. Like, yeah. <laughs> for like $7.49 on sale <laughs> during the holidays. Oh, shit. All right, y'all. Let's take a quick break and we'll be right back with stirring the pot after a word from our sponsors 
Ready to do this? Yes, I am. All right, two, three, four. Ba 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 basketball, gimme 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 the ball because I'm gonna dunk it. Ba 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 basketball, gimme 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 the ball because I'm gonna dunk it. We all know that 2020 was no joke. And with an ever-changing world climate, many people are looking for a new opportunity. Guys, are you looking for a career that rewards effort and makes you feel valued as a team member? Let me tell you a little about our friends at ACSI. ACSI is a certified RCN business agent. They provide the same RCN services with a personalized touch. Their sales and technician teams work hand-in-hand, ensuring your experience will be smooth and pleasant. Gone are the days of being transferred from one person to the next. At ACSI, they handle everything from start to finish. It's never been so easy to get internet service. ACSI is a growing Chicagoland company that encourages personal growth and rewards perseverance. As they expand, they're looking for passionate, responsible, and honest professionals to join their team. A career with ACSI means you'll be part of a hardworking, flexible, and dynamic team that is a leader in the installation of cable and internet services in the Chicagoland area. Best of all, ACSI was awarded HACIA's 2020 Contractor of the Year Award. Are you ready to grow with a local Chicago company on the rise? Check out acsi.tech and click on careers to get started. That's acsi.tech and click on careers. Hey, true Chicago sports fans, show off your Chicago pride with some fresh clothes from Grit Clothing Company. At Grit Clothing, they create that simple yet classic style that represents that Chicago Southside lifestyle. From t-shirts to hoodies, hats to glassware, they've got you covered. Grit has everything you need to represent your Chicago pride. So do it right now. Check out gritclothingco.com and use the promo code TRUEFAN15. TRUEFAN15. For 15, 15, 15, 15, 15, 15% off your entire order. Let me say it again. That's gritclothingco.com and use the promo code TRUEFAN15 for 15% off of your entire order. Welcome back to the True Chicago Sports Fan Podcast with E-Rock and Big Z. Yeah! It's that time again. Uh Uh-oh. Oh, you know what time it is. Oh, boy. It's time for Stirring the Pot. All right, brother, what do you got for us this week? I got something special for y'all. Oh, I got, a, I got, actually got a, a, a twofer. This is a, this is what they call in the industry a twofer. So you got two digits? I got two for two digits, yes. Yes. No knuckles. No knuckles. <laughs> Whoa. All right. Number one. Oh, boy. We had this discussion here in the studio early, and it's Lay's barbecue mm-hmm. chips. Mm-hmm. Yes or no? Well, I, was, I ate half of the bag, so yeah. <laughs> no, that bag is three quarters. <laughs> I mean, I, it's not my favorite, but uh, if it's there, yeah, I'm eating it. I never, ever, ever, ever. I, I just First of all, they were in your in your building here, they're, sir. They're, oh yeah, on top of the, you, you saw me when we came to. It was the on studio, top of the fridge. I wouldn't grab them on the way because if they were just regular plain delays, I would have ate the whole bag already. I don't like. I, I, I'm very. I, I like plain lays. I think those are the best flavor. I think uh, even like potato ch- or uh, fries. Eh. <laughs> that's what you see. You see that you get gas when you eat all the barbecue chips. I like regular plain lays. I like uh, French fries without ketchup because ketchup is disgusting. 
You also like hot dogs without ketchup, so yeah, because I'm a fucking normal human being. Can't trust you. You're 36 years old and you fucking eat. Food hey, they like don't a child. need to know all that. They don't need to know my personal business. Hey, they know wow. how old we are. We they, they they know how old we are. We discussed it several times. It's our demographic, bro. Yeah, what the fuck is wrong with you? Age don't count in the booth when your flow stays submerged in the fountain of youth. Whoa. I wish I said that. That was Rakim, though. Because I hit spit hot fire, son. So as far as the, the barbecue chips go, That's one, of my, one of my favorite flavors. Ugh. That's my go-to. The baked lays barbecue. I can eat those all day, Ugh. along with the Jimmy John's barbecue chips. I don't. I don't. Understand. You don't know who you're sitting next to. No, but here's the thing. I don't understand the appeal of like dried barbecue seasoning. It's I, delicious. I, but, but when, let me it's ask you sweet, a question. Probably. But let it's me salty no, and sweet. But let me ask you a question though. When in life have you ever taken a baked potato and poured fucking barbecue sauce on it? It's not a good combination of flavors. Potato wedges into barbecue sauce. I think it's delicious. You didn't that, answer that my is question. Really good. You Thank didn't you, answer Z. my question. Yeah. Thank you. You didn't I'm answer my question. I'm dancing around it right now. Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> I've never done that. Guess what, ladies and gentlemen? This is the last dance. Oh. I, I have I have uh, dip fries. I think everybody dips fries in barbecue sauce. Barbecue sauce. Does that I, count? I, I like it more in ranch. I like dipping my fries in ranch. Yeah, I mean, like if, if I'm gonna dip it in something, it's probably gonna be ranch. I mean, I, I'm just here's the dip thing. Dip it real good. <laughs> dun, 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 okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, like just like like I said, I, I prefer the plain potato chips. Um, I like the sour cream and onion, but I mean, like Lay's has come out with like so many crazy. When we tried the jerk yes, ones, yes, the jerk ones, they were decent. Yeah, they, I still, that bag, the, let me tell you something. That bag is still there from six months ago. Uh, throw it out, bro. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> what is the craziest uh, flavor you guys have tasted? Because uh, I know that who was who was making those waffle flavored. So yeah, was it Ruffles. So, so no, yeah. no, 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 no. That was Lay, Lay's made a chicken and waffles, and I did try that one. Imagine we did like, try that. It was here, right? Yeah, yeah I yeah. think so. But it, it, was okay. it was basically like. Um, like chicken ramen Like ramen flavoring With uh, like sweetness in it You know what I mean Like that's basically what it was So I mean it, it was Whatever it didn't Yeah I'm not, try- I'm not trying I'm not trying the gyro Or the uh, Gyro uh, Gyro I'm Euro. not really big on The salt and vinegar chips No hell no I think I, that's a A goofy A very goofy I feel like I, feel I can like, do a handful After no. that it's gonna Fucking scrape up your whole mouth it's disgusting I feel like people who eat Salt and vinegar chips Like had some very weird traumatic experience in their life. They're like, yeah. this is good. Like, that's because they're salty. Like, <laughs> you know, you know what I fox with? I fox with. Uh, Stupid. I fox with the jalapeno chips. I okay, like, yeah, yeah. I, I like jalapeno yeah, chips yeah, yeah. a lot. I like like the kettle, the kettle yes. chips. Yes, kettle chips. Yeah, yeah, those yeah, are good. Delicious. You know what's good is I don't I don't like hot chips. Like I don't understand. It's not a flavor. It's just a temperature. I do like the hot I chips. I love There's, hot chips. I don't understand it. Can Can you explain to me there, what flavor is it? First it's of just, all, hot Cheetos is a creation by a Mexican man. What does that mean? The dude this worked. Is a fun fact, Daddy. Yeah, the dude. <laughs> the dude worked at Cheetos and made this flavor. Okay, congr- Hey, guess what? Congratulations on having a terrible idea. I've never, actually, I've never actually looked at the ingredients for hot chips. Yeah, but I this, think they're I, delicious. I, I, I All right, you, so do I. I know what the ingredients are. Jays? Uh, is it the Jays? The white bag with the, that has the hot chips on the. It says hot chips on the front. Is that Jays or Lay's? Uh, no, it's probably Jay's. Jay's. It's got to be Jay's. Yeah, I'm going to say Jay's. That's the hood snack right there. Oh, hey, yeah. Man. Oh, yeah. The little cr- uh, the, was it? The crumbles an- or something like that. The, was crumbles. The Andy Cap fucking uh, hot fries and shit. Hey, man. Whatever it is. I like that. I like that. But it's not a flavor. It's just yes. heat. There's, it's hot. Okay. There's no flavor to it. So if I it think just burns off your the fucking The hot Cheetos, soul, they do yeah. have flavor. That's not a flavor. They do have a flavor. There are very few chips that I've had that I don't like. Okay. As far as salt and vinegar, I'm not really a fan of. You You could have fooled me. And why is that? <laughs> <laughs> Callback. <laughs> Continue, please. Continue. 
I've lost my train of thought. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. So I'm gonna hit you with something else. I'm gonna hit you with something else because this is a cultural thing for me. Oh boy. And we actually, my wife had actually made some. That's what the, that's what we smell upstairs in the kitchen. Oxtails. Never had it. Oxtails. You yeah, never, you never had it. I've never had it. I've had it. It's delicious. There we go. There we go. Yeah. The, maybe delicious in the not, not good. I never had a bad meal here. So I'm like, I'm not going to. Me either. <laughs> <laughs> the Yates do an hey. excellent job of feeding their guests. I'll oh, yeah. Say that. Yes, they do. The hospitality um, is A1. That's what's up. That's Which A1 do you put on your steak? Since we're talking food, we can just keep. If it, oh, okay, okay. A1. Oh, whoa. A1. We just, he's going to say yes to this. No, oh, no, my no, God. No, 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 because, no, because you know me. Uh huh. I'm, this, I'll tell you one thing. I make eggs. You do? I make eggs very well. And I am ext- I get extremely insulted when people just start putting all types of cra- like ketchup and bullshit in the eggs, and that and, and, and it drives Hot me nuts. The only thing I put. Yeah. In and I'm gonna tell sauce. you. I'm gonna tell you why. I treat eggs the same way I treat a steak. If you season it Cholula. properly and you cook it properly, you don't need to add anything else. I agree. That's I need eggs and steak. I need I need a little spice because I'm I'm always eating stuff with spice. So I agree with Mike. I put a little a little hot sauce on it, or on the eggs or the steak. On the eggs, we're talking about eggs. Yeah. What were we talking about? But now we're okay. talking about steak. But now we're talking about we're steak. Talking about, talking about both. Now we're talking about steak. I mean, if it's like you said, if it's done well, it doesn't need anything. Yeah, I if agree. it's cooked properly, correct. That's what it is. Because I don't want mine done well. No, no it's gotta no. be medium. Right, okay. medium. I I had when I was in I will the, do medium rare. Up, yeah, I I, had, I will. I had straight up rare, and that shit was woo. That was that was the chef kiss, the fucking emoji with the chef kiss or the actual chef kissing. So, all right. So here's what's funny. We went to uh, my family. We went to the 95th floor. I think it's on the Hancock. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. So I ordered a steak, and you know these are like sixty dollars steaks, or right? Whatever. And the waitress was like, "You guys need anything else?" And my wife's like, "Yeah, yeah. Uh, he'll take some A1 sauce." I'm like, "I will." She, she, she's like, yeah, you love A1 sauce. I'm like, yeah, not on a $60 steak. Yeah, right. Not on no. a real steak. But no. they, they brought the steak, and I had to say, like, the A1 sauce is phenomenal. I just don't think, to your guys' point, it doesn't, a, a, a well-cooked steak does not need No, it, it, but, it has it is, but it is a delicious butter. sauce. The A1 can boost you up. It is a delicious yeah. 100%. sauce. 100%. But here's the thing. If you sit there and you put, like, some rosemary and butter in a pan and you baste your steak, yes. mm. as long as you get that crust on the outside of the steak. You see, as long as you sear the outside of the steak, yeah. it's going to fucking be a Voila. Yeah. That's it. That's, that, uh, that's watch some YouTube up. people. Learn how to fucking cook. Yeah, or watch Salt Bay and just fuck, yeah, that. Uh, fuck your, that, dude. Back to your original question about the oxtails. Yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to these oxtails. Yeah. <laughs> well, she, she's, she's like, are they going to want some? She was like, yes, Kim, we're going to want some. <laughs> If you can hear us. <laughs> Mike's stuck Absolutely. in a cave. Mike's stuck in a cave. Can you hear us? Oh all right, y'all. All right, y'all. So we can get so we can get to eating. Okay, I got a question for y'all. Oh boy. What you looking at? What are you watching that isn't sports? Mike. Yellowstone is back, fellas. Yes! And it came back with a vengeance. <laughs> okay, don't ruin it because I haven't seen the first two episodes. 20 minutes of the the best opening of a season I've seen. So it, uh, uh, yeah. it supersedes the first two seasons. Amazing. That's all. That's all I'll say. You go. You go watch it. The other thing I've been really watching closely is Michael Keaton and Rosario Dawson and Dope Sick on Hulu. Gotta watch it. Gotta that, watch that, it. That sets your antenna up. Oh yeah, Rosario <laughs> Dawson. <laughs> oh jeez. <laughs> <laughs> Larry Ooh. David is back with Curb Your Enthusiasm. Yeah. I've been watching a lot of TV. If you can't I know, tell. but you see, I know, I know you're a huge Curb guy. Huge. When we did the when we did the uh, sitcom tournament, I know you were all behind Married with Children and, and Curb. That was your Curb favorite. was a nice uh, dark horse, and yeah, it yeah. almost got there. 
Almost. Almost don't count. And that was fun. That was a lot of work, though, but that was fun. We, we do an- we'll do another tournament soon. Flip it up, though. Yeah, I think uh, anime. Yeah, I think I think yeah, animation. Yeah. That was one. Because yeah. a lot of people was like, "Where's South Park at?" So because you're dumb, you're dumb. Like we even said, there's no animation. We're gonna do an animation one later, but yeah. Uh, where's South Park? At? It's you're dumb. Uh, Z, what you been watching? Uh, Narcos Mexico. Oh yeah. Okay. Narcos Mexico. Uh, it was really good. Obviously, that violent stuff, that narco traficantes. Um, sure. it, it was the rise of the uh, um, El Chapo. So, oh, okay. so obviously a little bit more okay. recent with him being, you know, taken to jail and this and that. So you see his rise and you see the effects of everything changing between Colombia and Mexico and how Mexico t- takes over the co- uh, the coke bases. I don't so, even like saying the man's name. That's how paranoid I am. <laughs> <laughs> you should be. I'm, look, I'm, I'm jealous of y'all watching hour long shows because my attention span is not that long. It's to watch. forty minutes. Yeah, episode, okay, that's, but that's pretty close to one hour. Yeah, Eddie, but, break it up. Just break it up. Yeah, I, break it up. You're gonna what? I literally watch it right after work. I watch I, a couple I, episodes I just, and I walk away. I just watch it until it watches me. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Are you still watching? And then I got to well, remember that's fine. where you, I was. You come up with the program, and we'll we'll do the watching. <laughs> um, also on Netflix, Hentified. Yes, uh, yes, yes. Fucking love it. It's, it's funny because the dad or the grandfather in the in the show is also from Narcos as well. He's yeah. on that show too. Hentified. Hentified. Awesome. Please watch it. It's a great show. Um, also been watching Curb. Fucking love Curb because it's. It's just it's Come it's, on, Larry. it's Seinfeld. <laughs> it's literally Seinfeld all over again, but with you know, black people. We we just had- <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand why people say they don't like Leon's character. I think he I love it. He is given the show extra life throughout yes. the and, past couple. It's of a change of pace. The fact that he, they wedged him in there and he's like, okay, I'm part of the show now. That's exactly how he came into the sh- the series and as the character. Yo, okay, I'm part of the show now. Like that was perfect. Fuck that shit, Larry. <laughs> Anything Leon says, a JB Smooth says. His, oh my oh, God! Well, when, the, when they walk into the into the uh, the glass, yeah, last episode, yeah. When Larry with, uh, Larry walks Mary. Larry walks into the into the glass, and they're like they're giving him shit. They're like, oh, you got Alzheimer's and you're getting, you're getting old. Yeah, yeah. And then who walks into the glass at the end of the episode? His uh, Leon's girl. <laughs> <laughs> so he cuts her ass off. So look, I oh, just, hey, but there's there's a bigger joke that you gotta watch. That. Yeah, you gotta watch. I want to ruin it for everybody because it builds up another joke. Yeah, I had a discussion the other day with someone about Seinfeld, and they're like, "I don't find it funny. Nothing relates to me." And I'm like, "Okay, you've never lost your car in a parking lot, or like fought over a parking spot, or like had to wait too long at a diner, or anything like that." And right. Like, Yes, but not in the same way. Like, yeah, that's not the point. There it's is like no how, it's how they relate. It's I, how I, they react. You just to did it. it. <laughs> hey, not the same way. No. <laughs> and uh, the Maria Strata character is oh. absolute, when she gave them the headshot. She's like, yeah, I got a headshot. Yeah, see her working the stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I was dying. Oh, watch Curb and th- your enthusiasm. Curb, yeah, Curb will change your life. Uh, last thing I'm, I'm watching is Finch. I watch Finch. That's a Tom Hanks movie. I've been okay. wanting to get to that. It's with the with the robot, and he's he's an engineer, and uh, solar flare hits the the you know the Earth and whatever. It scorches a shitload of shit, so you can't be out in the sun or you're you know because there's no uh, ozone anymore. So was that on Apple TV? That is on Apple TV. Do they have a? A deal with Tom Hanks because his last yeah, movie was he did the uh, the submarine movie, right? Yeah, when he was on, yeah, yeah. It was, that was on Apple TV. So I'm yeah. thinking they have some kind. He of He probably has a couple, like yeah, a couple of picture deals or whatever. But 
So you know I am, am not an Apple guy But we you do don't have, have Apple TV. We do have Apple TV, and I've actually been watching the show. I only watched a couple episodes. Uh, it's called The Shrink Next Door, and it has Paul Rudd yes. and uh, the recently uh, crowned sexiest, sexiest man, man alive. Yeah, Paul Rudd and uh, Will Ferrell. Yes. And it's actually uh, set in the early 80s. Paul Rudd plays a therapist. Uh, Will Ferrell uh, plays a guy that owns a garment shop or like a, you know what I mean? And and he uh, he goes to Paul Rudd for therapy and Obviously, something goes wrong between them. I haven't gotten that far into it. And this is a series. Oh, yeah. This is a series. series. Will Ferrell's in this series? Yes. Yes. I mean, I was sold with Paul Rudd, but Will Ferrell's the cherry on tap. I'm definitely going to watch this. 100%. Yeah, all all on board. Also, I've been watching Hint That Fight. I I watched the first season. I'm I'm very excited to see how these characters develop. You might cry. You might cry, bro. The the thing is, is I'm about halfway in, but I mean, also, like, with the whole cooking thing and all that stuff, there's certain subjects that really grab me, and that's one of those things, the food truck, the cooking, the family aspect. Um, That grabs me, too. I'm sure it does. Um, All four digits. Hey! Hey! Uh, the other show that came back on Netflix was Big Mouth. Big Mouth new season is that's, out, that's and if you have not seen this show, that's pretty damn funny. I will not say anything else about it. Just get your ass in gear, get over to Netflix, you know, put in your cousin's password and watch the damn show because we know you ain't got you ain't paying for the shit. And finally, the show that I've been watching on Netflix that I did not know uh, existed. It looks like this is the first season. Is a show called Swap Shop, and basically. This is a show all about uh, people that there is a radio show that comes on, I want to say every day in, uh, in somewhere in eastern t- uh, Tennessee mm-hmm. or Kentucky, one of these redneck states. But anyway, Whoa. they go, they uh, basically it's a radio uh, uh, show where they talk about like someone's having, uh, someone has a barn that needs to be picked or so on and so forth. Uh, someone has a basement or an attic and you know, go pick out your shit. So it's basically people that have antique stores, thrift stores. Uh, people that sell things at auction and they go and they pick in there and that's right up my alley because I am definitely a picker. Mm. <laughs> I'll pick in the garbage. I'll pick yeah. in the... Yeah. 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 My, yeah. Every every yeah. square inch of, of my place is, is full. But... I only You dummy Oh man But anyway Anyway San Fernando Sun The older crowd will get that one It's going in post I'll fix it in post Hey That was in the sitcom tournament too How about that Yes it was Red Fox baby But yeah I mean like Right up my alley I mean like Just trying to find Some of the cool shit And it's Here's the thing It's not just like American Pickers Where it's like Quote unquote Rusty gold This is hats this is old toys I swear to god This one dude Had a room All 80's toys Yo And boy. it was all The He-Man And all the G.I. Joes And I mean It was immaculately uh, Displayed Like I mean It was It was really I've never seen Anyone actually Set up their display This way And he was selling Like a video game Or something like that You creamed your pants Didn't you No I'm not one um, oh. Number two One other thing That this guy had Some guy's dad Some guy's like Uh father-in-law had this amazing comic collection and these two comic book dealers you know our our, our age nerds two comic book dealers go in there (laughs) and when when you see their reaction to i mean like we're talking about immaculate books and i mean and i'm not i have like a little creative comic books but this was ridiculous. So any of you nerd types out there, Juan, um, we're talking to you. This is right up your alley. And like I said, hey, could the, that be any more subtle, Juan? No. Hey, that. Hey, I told you the gaming, the gaming, uh, yeah, Expo. gaming classic up in Milwaukee. That right up his alley. I mean, just because like I'm a collector, like of certain things. I I, I actually picked up the uh, NES pinball 
cartridge just to have it work to have on my desk. Yeah, yeah. I thought that was That's cool. Pretty cool. That yeah. was pretty dope, right? Um, but I mean, like Juan is like a serious collector. Like I'm like, yeah, it's broken. Still put it on the shelf. Juan's like, no, this is immaculate. I love it, and 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 he takes care of his shit way better than I do. So that's what I mean is like this is right up his alley. Mm-hmm. Taking care of the shit. Um, but yeah, I mean, like that's the kind of shit I've been watching. So all you uh, comic book and uh, toy nerds, check that shit out. Cause, and this one dude found a full box of uh, '90s starter Raider hats, brand new snapbacks. Oh. Like you wouldn't talk about cream in your pants. There you go, right there. Hat guys. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Hats, sneakers, and toys. Yeah. The Raiders. <laughs> no, I love love the uh, the black and silver. Their logo was awesome. Oh, yeah. the fucking uh, with Ice Cube and shit. Yeah, man. That. Mm-hmm. that you know, I did watch something else. Did you guys watch you? No, I've never seen. I've one. seen. I it. watched it with my significant other. Yeah. It got really stupid in the season, <laughs> but it's so entertaining. You can't. You can't turn it off. You, you've committed. It's, it's one of those shows. I got through like the first season, and then I, I tried to watch the second season, and it just lost me. Like I just wasn't. It's that very ridiculous. I wasn't that invested in it. Oh, and Dexter's back. That's the other thing I mentioned. Yeah, and the thing is, I, I, when I had Showtime, like limited time, you know, they give you it for free, and I would watch random episodes. So I, I saw John Lithgow, and I'm like, oh shit, John Lithgow's in it, and I'm like, oh, this is the season finale where he's a killer. I just ruined the entire show for myself. <laughs> hey, John Lithau, Lithau, right? That's how you say yeah, it? Yeah, Lithgow, whatever. Lithgow, however the hell you Lithgow, say it. Yeah. Fantastic actor, by the way. But he was, a, he was a great villain in that show. I have never seen Dexter. I've only seen like a couple episodes just yeah. because of that, and they ruined it for me. Like, I'm like, oh. It got a little, it got a little iffy in the in the middle seasons. Yeah. But it picked up, finished strong. Now, Dexter, New Blood is, is here. So, I mean, I would say... If you're going to check out Dexter, start at the beginning. That's usually how shows work, Mike. Yeah. Uh, I started watching Better Call Saul. I started watching Game of Thrones. And I've never in the seen Breaking Bad. And had no I, no idea what the fuck was going on. No, but I saw fucking titties and blood, and I was all in. The first four titties seasons. Are, the first four, first four seasons are all titties and blood. Yeah. And then it just gets stupid. All right. Before we get out of here, Mike, tell us about your upcoming album, your project, and what you got going on. Yeah. So for all those listening... Uh, I am a hip-hop artist. I go by the name of Mike Logic, M-I-C-L-O-G-I-K. You can follow me on Instagram. I got a new album coming out. It's called, as I was saying, it drops Black Friday, November 26th. It's going to be on MikeLogic.BandCamp.com, and it's also going to be available available for streaming everywhere. So please, please tell your friends, tell your family, listen to As I Was Saying. I appreciate the True Chicago Sports Fans Podcast for having me on here. And let me talk a little bit about who Mike Logic is. And guys, that album's really, really good. And I'm not just saying that because I made it. I've listened to it a couple times. It's really good. So, what's your favorite song? Yeah, I got, I got a bunch of. They're all, they're all my favorite songs. <laughs> Darling, your babies. Yeah, it's like, it's like my child. Like, you can't ask me who my favorite child is. No, 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 no. Because let me tell you what I do. You know, I do all the graphics. Yeah. And I have someone like, yeah, that one was cool. That was, that's the one. That's the one that I love. Well, put it this way. Here, here's the thing. Which which how many tracks in your album? Eleven tracks. Okay, which one were you like that just made the album for you? Like this, I cannot have an album without this song. Probably uh it seems so simple. Okay. Featuring my man Castaway, RP did the beat. It's basically my recollection of the the, the protests in, in Minnesota or the riots. Right. You know, the whole uh whole George Floyd thing. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I appreciate that. I appreciate that. I, I'm look. I'm looking forward to listening to it. Yes, I can't are. wait till we talk to you again. Hopefully, you know, we'll be able to have you on here a little bit more regular because I think 
we 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 have a different chemistry. I've known you. We clicked right away when we yeah. first met. This motherfucker out the window yelling my name. I'm like, who the fuck is calling me? And there's Mike right there yeah. waving at me. <laughs> so I mean. We, we 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 got a different we got a different vibe going on right here. So we all work together. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's instant, instant chemistry, like the Chicago Bulls team. There you go. There, there you go. go. All right, y'all. That is it for today. Thank you so much for listening. A big thank you to our sponsors: Six O Six Media, True Chicago Sports Fans, ACSI, and Grit Clothing Company. Don't forget to go to gritclothingco.com and get your official TCSF podcast T-shirt. Search for keyword True Chicago and use our promo code TrueFan15 at check out for 15% off of your entire order. That is True Fan 15. Go and get your Christmas gifts right now. Christmas, Kwanzaa, Hanukkah, whatever it is, eight crazy nights, go and get your gear, ladies and gentlemen. Don't forget to visit our new friends over at ACSI.tech and check out their career sections to start an exciting new career in the communications industry. Go to ACSI.tech. That's ACSI.tech and click on careers to apply today. Shout out to our friends at the Some of This and Some of That podcast. Uh, new episodes are available on all major platforms. And don't forget to check out my man, Mike Logic, on the Shy Native Radio podcast, now available on all major platforms. Mike Logic, ideal through MCN words. Talk about sports, movies, and all types of ill shit. Go and check them out right now. Shout out to Ronesh. Shout out to Serious Beats for the beats we played on today's show. And shout out to Panic. Happy 50th birthday, Panic. Thank you so Damn. much for the beats. Yeah, man. Hey, we're all we're all getting older and uh, every day is a blessing. So happy birthday, Panic. And don't forget, you can check out PanicOnTheBeat.com for all your moment, merch, and gear. And for our boy Serious Beats, go and check out PRODBuySeries.com. PRODBuySeries.com. Check out all of his music. Go and buy some beats. I know some of you rappers like beats, don't you? Yeah, go out there and support your local producer. Yeah, support your local hip hop artist in Chicago. Okay, hey, I know, I know one guy that definitely probably already got the pre order is Rand. Who's that? Rand Man. Your boy Rand Man, Randy. You know, he, he buys every single Chicago hip hop. Every single one, every time, it's it's wild. I've never met a more a bigger supporter of Chicago hip hop. So shout out to you, Randy Watson. There you go. Hey, before we go, real quick, I want to give a shout out to my daughter. Oh boy, who was at home all last year from the COVID year. Mm-hmm. Okay, she moved from fifth grade. She spent her fifth grade, her last grade at elementary school, all at home, home learning, homeschooling. That second half of her fourth grade year, so she was home all this time. She goes to a new school this year in uh, in sixth grade for junior high. We just had her progress report. Every teacher, straight A's, love her. She's so engaging. She's so intelligent. And I honestly, my insight on that, this transitional year, when you're starting to get older, you're changing your schools, being at home for that year forces you to have to figure shit out on your own. Yeah. And she did it, and she's kicking ass. So Shout out, say, Abby. Thank there you, you so much. And, uh, and yeah, thanks, guys. That's and, awesome. And, and I, I just, I, I want to just say no, that's how a great Definitely, yeah, why not? Absolutely. And uh, shout out to the uh, our vets. Yeah, absolutely. For our the Veterans, Veterans Day, yeah. um, obviously, there's a lot. Like, I have a lot of family that you know on my on my mom's side who, mm-hmm. because in Puerto Rico, there's like there's not really much outlets out there, right? You can right. go to school, you can go to work, right? Go to the military, or you need to be involved in in bad things. So, uh, a lot of my family's very much involved in the military, um, Navy, Army, Marines. They're all involved, and I have tons of friends as well. Um, thank you for you guys for your service and for your dedication and your sacrifice. And listen, I, I want you guys to realize is that when we talk about the veterans, 
don't forget about the veterans when they come back. Mm-hmm. Because I, a lot of times what happens is these men and women who served, who sacrificed a big part of their life, come back and we don't take care of them properly. Mm-hmm. We can talk about him at sports venues. We can wave during November at and baseball October game, yeah. and all this bullshit. But there's a lot of people out there suffering. Yeah. Okay, so if you can support any organization that gives the vets and all that stuff. John Stewart actually has a new yep, show called yep. Prop. Did, yes, I did saw you that. See that's exactly, that's what, I'm exactly about. what I'm thinking about. Yeah, he did a, a great episode about what happens to these vets who come home and they don't get the proper care that so, they, they so, need. And end up homeless. So real quick Pretty about much. that, what it is is uh, they have these things called burn pits where basically any yes. type of trash they put in there, including body parts. I was not aware parts, about this. The, body parts, uh, human waste, all yeah, this that, stuff. It all gets burned in there and all the toxic fumes is making these vets sick. That was the last two episodes of uh, Grey's Anatomy. Yeah. They so, literally I mean, talked about that. Yeah, so I mean, that, that's so it's good I'm to saying. bring awareness to these type of things. Oh yeah, we got. I, I didn't know about these burn pits. No, and nobody did. I don't think anyone. A jarhead, I was in jarhead. Yeah. So I mean, like that's 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 what I'm saying. It's like take care of if you have a family member, if you have a neighbor, if you have a friend that served, make sure they're cool. Make sure they're okay. It affects your 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 mental well being. Oh, it yeah. affects your your yeah PTSD you know, is real. Shout out to Molly, you know, shout out yeah. to look Molly is a vet. Danny and Emily who just got married are vets. So I mean, like, hey. Shout out to all of you and thank you so much for your service. Yeah. Thanks, guys. All right. Don't forget to check us out on social media. You can find us at True Shy Fans on Twitter. That's at True CHI Fans on Twitter and on TikTok. Find us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Spotify, and reach out to us on our email, stirring the pot ideas, your movie recommendation. Tell us that you hate us or you love us. Let us know. We want to hear from you. Reach us at True Chicago Sports Fans at gmail.com. Once again, shout out to the man of the hour who finally brought back my book, who finally came in to talk about his brand new album. Mike Logic, thank you for being here today. All right, y'all. For Big Z, this is E-Rock. We'll see you next week for episode 72. Until then, be good to each other. For the love of sports. Oh, my goodness. Didn't see that coming. I'm deep. Um. You know, this is not how we wanted it to go. You almost can't even make it up. It's that bad. Would that make you love me? Appreciate y'all coming today. Ah. A few moments later. All right. Atlanta, Atlanta's been good. Dallas just stomped him out. Uh, okay, but we, and Dallas we, got stomped out by Denver. Didn't we just talk about Dallas being a good team? I told you, we, when you have a good quarterback, a good running back, or a good wide receiver, you're a good team. That's point blank what it is. Uh, uh, that's, that's literally <laughs> Dallas of the 90s. Yeah. Oh, 100%. Yeah, that, that's Aikman, that's Emmett Smith, and that's uh, old fucking um, Booger Sugar. Booger Sugar. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm, I'm going to call it what it is. All right. <laughs> All right, coming back in three, two. You have a lot of incest. That's real. Shut your mouth. Lover boy. Nature versus nurture, Lodge. Nature always wins. I think he's on steroids. <laughs> Hasta luego, amigos. Show's over, show's over, show's over.